Hey guys, it's Trent and Nick here. Front end of the show sounds a little bit different as uh, when we got started on the live stream. Uh, silly me, forgot <laughs> to start recording the front end <laughs> of the show uh, for the archive. So we're going to try and uh, stick the front end of the show uh, that uh, we're just going to record off their phones here. Sound quality is going to be poor, guys, but we don't want to leave it out, Nick, because it was a ripper start to the show. Unreal. It's the first sort of time we're sort of interacting with our fans, and that's exactly what we want. So, yeah, it should be fine. Next week, we won't have this drum, will we? No, mate. This is the technical <laughs> difficulties that uh, running a podcast comes with. That's uh, it. If you want to watch it, go and look at the YouTube or the Facebook page. It'll be up there saved. Uh, the live stream, you can watch it uh, and hear it in, uh, I wouldn't say real time, but you can hear it off there as well. Yep. Um, but, yeah, we're going to put this on here, so just bear with the sound quality. We start recording midway through Joel Evans' interview, so... Uh, Stick around, listen in, and uh, we'll be better next week. Yeah, boy. It's good to have other opinions, you know, good opinions, too. If you're in my way, we, we, we got to do battle. Here goes the attack. He's going to attack. Everybody basically is my life. My brain probably wanders a lot. I don't know. Here it is, the Moto Limited Show. Welcome, everybody, to show number 24. And we are live. It is 6 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time. Woo! We're back. Another show live, Facebook, YouTube. Make sure you guys join in the comments section below. We'll have a chat to you. We've got it up on the screen. Nick's working hard over here on his live stream. Moto Limited Show is brought to you by Pro Powder, Powder Coating, MP Suspension, and TCX Boots. These guys jumped on board, and we're so stoked to have them. Tonight, show 24, we have our guests on tonight. will be Joel Evans. Joel is the, uh, I wouldn't call him an up-and-comer. He's been in the sport a long, long time. Grew up watching him race as well. Uh, he was going to be on to talk to us about his career, uh, what's going on in 21, and all these other projects he's got going on as well. Uh, as well as John Gerke. He is the clerk of the course of the Motorcycling Queensland events and the Queensland-based MA events. So we're going to get his insight onto that side of the sport and what's going on with how it all runs, what he needs to do, his job, all that sort of stuff. So two different sides of the spectrum there, and we're, uh, we're pumped to have these guys on. Joining me in studio tonight... He's back. He's always back. It's just you and me tonight. Stilly, what's going on, buddy? Mate, we're running solo. What's going on? We're flying solo today. Obviously, with the lockdown situation going on in Brisbane, which, as we've started this show, has finished. <laughs> we're good. We're good. We're good. So, um, uh, if the uh, police are watching this, uh, yeah, we're, we're, in a, we're in deep we're, in an undisclosed location. <laughs> we, we are, we're also outside of the boundaries anyway, where the studio is based. We're outside of where the whole lockdown situation was. But it was, uh, we didn't want to try and risk guests and all this sort of jazz. So, me and you are flying solo tonight, bud. Oh, we. You ready to go? Yeah, 
Yeah, let's do it. I'm looking around aimlessly because I've lost my sponsor sheet, which is fucking awesome. We've gotten this. <laughs> we got everything prepared, except for I can see it over there laying down there. So you live on YouTube and Facebook, you guys will see me moving around here and looking for stuff. One job. One job. So I'm going to get to those sponsorees <laughs> later on, I'm pretty sure. Um Big news, mate. Big news for us during the week here at the Moto Limited Show. We've got some exciting stuff coming up. Work has begun on the new studio. We are moving out of the hot box. <laughs> we are, and it's no longer going to be the hot box. Well, the new studio. The, the new hot box. studio is getting air conditioning. We're we're moving up in the world. I like it. I can't wait. Can't How's wait. it been? Has it been fun? Mate, I've been slaving away getting this thing ready. You're gonna have to throw some uh, throw some tools around here shortly. Ooh, I don't know about that. You'll be good. You'll be fine. You'll okay. be fine. Okay, we've trust repainted you. it. We just got to start now putting it together. So keep an eye out for that, guys. For those especially who are watching on. Uh, YouTube and on Facebook. You're going to have a bit of a different scenery to look at. We've got some cool stuff that we're going to be bringing into the studio. Finally, you can look. show some memorabilia. Oh, that's going to be awesome. It's going to be an awesome time. So more guests. We're going to be able to have more guests. We're going to have all this sort of stuff. So I'm excited. I'm excited. What's been going on with you, Stilly? Not much, mate. Sort of getting ready to get back into work and sort of, it's just been busy, you know what I mean? Like, you've been you've been working. I've been flat. We plan to go riding six billion times at every it's continued to rain and then we get a, a lockdown so I was just like oh well that's 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 it done well spe- speaking of riding so we good <laughs> the 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 N99 I think is back for 21 you reckon grinding Grind, crank, grinding grinding you are you every time I talk to you like oh I'm just gonna go riding oh I'm out grinding I wouldn't say grinding. You are back, buddy. Man, I'm just trying to keep up with you. Follow my Instagram story. Stilly was back riding motos well, the other day. <laughs> let's just let's just slide back a little bit. So obviously I have the keys to everything here. I, oh. can, I can do all the social media, I can do everything. Oh. I went to tag myself in a post the other day. The page wasn't even following me. Dude, what, t- what's your answer for that? I tell you, like I just don't need to see your bullshit. <laughs> that's just, just rough That's rough That is a harsh comment I just I don't know I just You've I've been called out live I've been called out live Look The personal Are you going red For a specific reason Yeah my personal page did I didn't Okay I mean the show didn't They're connected to the same account I just It's not good enough I don't know mate Look that's why you're now in charge Partially of social media, okay, because I just don't have the time <laughs> to be cranking stuff out on that. Cranking motos, though. Oh, cranking motos. No, I've been cranking out work, mate, and it has been hectic. And uh, yeah, grinding on this new studio, which is going to be, I'm excited. So, where are we at a percentage? Give me a percentage of completion. Oh, look, we're 10. 10%. 10% in. What? I've painted the walls. That's the hard part done. And now I'm cleaning out. So, how much paint did you get on the floor? Not well, it wasn't my fault. Here we go. This is like the social media thing all over again. Yeah, it wasn't my fault. I was mixing the paint in the can, and the can had a hole in it, and it leaked out. What do you mean the can had a hole? I in don't it? know. It's a new paint. It wasn't, but it was, but it wasn't. Like it was relatively new. I don't know. But anyway, it leaked, went on the floor. The drop sheet was is enough to catch drips, wasn't enough to catch a lake of 
paint that paint. come out. And I've then, heard another story about you. What's that? That uh, 10 minutes with a mask on and Bunnings. It was about all you could handle. Heavy, dude. I should, <laughs> I don't even want to get into that topic because that's like a rabbit hole. But, man, I was in there and I love to just – I'll walk around Bunnings and I'll go shopping and we're, we're getting stuff for the new studio. I was just like got in, got the paint, got out because it was just annoying the crap out of me, breathing my own hot breath. But, hey – we had to do what we had to do over the weekend. Um, we could be worse. We could be like other countries that it's still a mandatory thing to be wearing around full time. Yeah. Um, Just like Supercross, I guess. It's like Supercross. Yeah. Like Here's a question for you. Mm. So, obviously, there is going to be a fan fest at Houston this weekend. Mm. I imagine all everyone in the fan fest would have to have masks on, correct? You, you would imagine. But again, it could depend on the state. But then they're not going to be able to interact with riders and yeah, stuff that, well, like that's that. It. So, like they apparently all the the trucks are going to have all their their wet weather gear down. So yeah. I don't know if you've seen it before, but they've got yeah. all clear clear plastic, so you can't yeah. actually see in. Like, yeah, sure, it's got to be a different. different yeah, I guess it's just going to be like vendors, and I'd imagine it'd be pretty mandatory. Like over there, most states it's pretty mandatory to be wearing a mask. So. Will Mathis have a set of gloves on <laughs> at his live show? <laughs> Highly doubt it. <laughs> or there'll be fly ones. There'll just be fly gloves. I like, I'm not in for the masking, but I kind of want one of them fly masks. They're, pretty, they're they, pretty cool. They look cool. They're not a show sponsor. No. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> Neither is Pirelli. Yet. <laughs> As RV says, open 7-Eleven. Now, look... Um, yeah, I think it's going to be different. It's going to be a different vibe there. But, I mean, it's back where six, five days now, we're recording this, five days away from, from going racing. and I'm that excited. Dude, I'm, like, beside myself excited. <laughs> Waiting to see all the stuff we've talked about. We've talked about all the different scenarios. We had our preview pods where we talked about everything and anything. You know, you've listened to everyone else's opinions of it, all of the preview shows that are out there. I'm just waiting for my five bucks. I just want... <laughs> Will up. Steady, Hold a minute. boy. Steady. I'm waiting for my $5 from you and my 300 American. <laughs> so it's going to 300 now. It's just... Gr- <laughs> the dollar is just weakening by the day. Main event motor is going to be broke. It's going to be broke. Uh, no, look, I'm... Yeah, I'm not going to sway from, from my AC9 pick. It's it's whole shot, win the main, red plate, win the championship, shut the is, gate, we're out. It's not going to happen. Like, don't get me wrong, he's like, as we agree, he's going to be the fastest qualifier come this weekend. I would dare say he's going to win his heat race. But the winner this weekend is going to be, actually, let's just hold up there. Let's go back 24 hours and back to Anaheim 1. <laughs> yeah, that's... It, uh, what the fuck happened there? I I am so... Uh, I guess like everyone, I, you sent it to me and you're like, we missed it. I'm like, what are you talking about? Then I watched the video and I'm like, to the average fan... That would be so confusing. Did you read the comments on it? There I, were people, I didn't. Like, there was legitimately people that were salty. Oh. But, like, okay, let me... Let me. They used actual footage of Barsha going over the finish line. You know, they had the whole fucking... Yeah, they would have had to set it up. I know. <laughs> Where? <laughs> Apparently, it cost uh, truly a pretty penny, and I imagine Red Bull would have footed a bit of the bill, and they... I wouldn't be surprised if they just went in there with, like, a sheet of dirt, 
like a sheet of ply, built the finish line. I mean, the cost of that, unless we're completely wrong, it was all green screened. It looked very real, though. No, I, it's like I, I thought. I thought the image looked exactly like it was last year when he obviously won the race. Yeah. But when I zoomed in, like, the logos, everything on the jersey, his gear was too well done. Like, that was legitimately filmed on a gas gas bike. Yeah, as I said, unless it's really good CGI work, then it could just be used that image and then green screen it. But it just, it, I don't know, it looks too perfect. And apparently it was in the stadium from what I've heard. Since. Yeah, apparently it, it literally was. And then out in the car park, they yeah. did part two. So, yeah. so I don't if, know. If, if they can run a frigging Barsha doing a, That's a whip. It's 12 people. I'm just, I'm upset. All right. Okay, you're upset there's no California rounds. We get just it. Just A1, dude. It's, 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 mate, we got Supercross. Let's just I know, I know I'm, I'm pumped. Don't get me wrong. I'm, <laughs> I'm pumped, but it's just like, you, if you experienced Anaheim 1, oh, jab, jab. Yeah, jab, jab. Thanks, mate. You yeah. would understand what I'm talking about. I, I appreciate that little just in the rib cage there. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> Don't. <laughs> I was going to go grab this call, man. Latimer yeah. on the phone. Yeah, there you go. <sighs> man, we're going to have to start charging for the publicity he's getting. Dude, we're making... This. Who's his sponsor? What's his sponsors again? He's Fly, isn't he? Yeah, he's got... He wears Fly. Yeah, he wears Fly. He's a McLeod's guy, so all their, their stuff, which is an opposition to our show sponsor yes. of Link International, which, while I've got the read now back up here, thank you to me. You may as a guy for goal. Let's get it done. So, MPE suspension, MPE suspension, .com.au. MP has been specializing in customizing motorcycle suspension to suit each individual owner's requirements for over 15 years. Customizing your motorcycle suspension dampening system, spring rates, and height will result in a dramatically changed ride quality, performance, and feel. MP is also the Husqvarna dealer on the Sunshine Coast, so if you're in the need for a new Husqvarna and also a gas gas now, uh, get yourself up there and talk to the team today. Uh, they're also a leading sponsor of the Central Queensland Motocross Series, the Sunshine State Motocross Series, which we're going to be chatting about a bit more tonight, and the Queensland Motocross Series. Um, so support the companies that are supporting the sport and this show. Uh, mention the Moto Limited show when you go and see the team at MP Suspension to uh, to get a, a deal on any of your purchases up there. Pro Powder Powder Coating. Uh, Pro Powder is a family-owned and operated powder coating business with over 10 years' experience in the protective coating in- industry, specializing in the mining, energy, agricultural, and engineering industry sectors. Their point of difference is they focus on your investment and protecting it for years to come. Uh, they will uh, do anything from your large jobs down to your motorbike frames and pieces. Uh, Adam has supported a lot of uh, drag racing, speedway, motocross, and many more other sports throughout his years. Uh, so if you need anything powder coated, go and see Adam, all the team down there at Pro Powder Powder Coating. Mention the Moto Limited show there as well, and they will help you out with a deal. And the new sponsor on board for 2021 is TCX Boots. Uh, TCX Comp Evo 2, high-quality yet affordable boot retails for $5.99. Uh, features their double flex control system around the ankle to improve support without compromising feel. Uh, and the uh, molded MX Michelin hybrid sole uh, with grooves to evacuate water, maximize the grip on the pegs at all times. Uh, go check them out at your local retailer or at linkint.com.au. They're used by myself and the legend Josh Green, who's our uh, AORC legend. Uh, get yourself around a, a quality set of boots for an affordable price, and uh, you will not be disappointed. Done. Got the reads. Got the reads. So rewinding a little bit. Re-re-re. We had uh, a 
comment on here? Stuart Young. Yes. You remember Stewie? I remember Stewie. Good guy. Good guy. Mm. Um, He says they hired the stadium and it was actual footage. Yeah. Can you imagine what that costed? Yeah, uh, that's what uh, what I heard today is that and Troy Lee funded a portion of it. Red Bull. And Red Bull. That's cool. That's that's big. Like it's it's a good like publicity stunt, so to speak, leading in day one. Yeah. Uh, I've seen a comment and it's like um, what was the comment? A way to way to live rent free in the competitor's head. I've seen that somewhere and I was like Don't that's those, true. It's pretty good. Like surely. It's um you know, throwing it out there, and uh, you, it'll be interesting to see if he can make it a three-peat, even though it's not at Anaheim. Let's see if we can do it. <sighs> he won't, because AC9's going to do it. But that's you're, you're pretty convinced with this AC9 thing. Mate, he, he's like, I've never met him, and I hope to one day. Good guy. But I'm a, I'm a big fan of AC9. Joey Swaggy 17. Okay. Drop the seven, you get the one. <laughs> yeah, boy. <laughs> Got him. Got him. Now, look, I'm excited. Speaking of Supercross, Pulp Max Fantasy. You're going to lose again. With my- <laughs> oh, you lose uh, again. <laughs> come on. We're a few days out from it, uh, all the handicaps and everything going up and being able to pick your team. So if you aren't already involved, go to pulpamexfantasy.com, sign up. You can sign up for free. You can pay to play as well if you want to. If you pay to play, it gets you uh, eligible to win prizes from Pulpamex themselves. Uh, if you get inside the top 20 and random prizes throughout that as well. Uh, and they also give away Yamahas as well, a 450, a 250, and a TDR 50, That's what a 110 or something like that. There's, there's, they're giving out a heap. So if you want to potentially win something, pay. If not, it's free. You can join our league, which is the Moto Limited Show League. Um, you type that into the league section there. Look it up. Uh, agree and whatever the what are the two buttons. Uh, agree, confirm, confirm, and, and then obviously in. go to league, search up the Murder Limited show, yep. and then join up. We don't have a password or anything like that, but um, Darkside will be getting deducted yeah. 10 points for his stint yesterday. And I've seen in there too, there's another one with points as well, because it shows MX20. Who's that? Elmsley has joined the crew. Elms. And he's, he's he's he went his worse than Darkside last year <laughs> in motocross because he's running second to Darkside. Um, but yeah, dude, guys, get involved with it. We are so many people as we can in there. So what we will do for the first round? Trent doesn't know this yet. Oh, here we go. The winner of the first round will get a prize. If me or you win the first round, which we will, which will be me, just saying, <laughs> <laughs> the prize will double. Right. And so on and so forth. Oh, jeez. So we may be giving away a KX450. Oh, Jesus. It may be yours. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Someone wants to buy Clap 16 KX450. Black frame. Black Thank frame, you. though. Powder, powder coating. Yep. Done. Thank you. <laughs> Sponsor plug. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Cool. Let's so, once again, Stu says, no one is talking more about any other team now. Yeah. Powerful marking, well done. Yeah. And he's also added that Mookie for the upset. I've heard that a few times now. Oh, dude, that's... Yeah. Yeah. You're on I, that train? I'll, yeah, back that in. I, I would not be surprised if he just comes out and just lays the wood to them all. <sighs> just absolutely ridiculous. I just... Dude, it, I'm so excited. There's going to be so many storylines that we have not thought about, have not, as I said, you, you go through all the preview stuff, we talk about everybody else. You've got guys like Mookie that can come out and, and 
win. We don't know what Barsh is going to do on this gas gas. We don't know what um, Chase Sexton is going to come out and do on that 450. Monster deal. With the monster claw. How, okay, how does that work? You've got a Red Bull team. You've got a Red Bull athlete. They're not a Red the- Bull team, though. Oh, they're not, too. No, they're no, not. Only Roxon is. Yeah, no, only sure. Roxon and now Jet. So, like, if Sexton beats Roxon, which is a high fucking possibility, this could happen, does, does Red Bull get, like, a bit salty? Nah. Nah. <laughs> they would have had their opportunity. Okay, do they get Rockstar for Hunter? To get rid of the quad. To just go the, the extra quaddy, mile. Get the quad out. <laughs> they could. They could. <laughs> but, but I doubt it. The Rockstar seems very... Um, change their marketing. Big, biggest question mark would be Roxon, his mm. performance. Is, mm-hmm. is, is that the same as you? Yeah, 100%. That's, that's the big... Big uh, question mark for us is what can Roxon do? I like honestly, I think the question marks we have over Roxon won't become answered until like round ten. Yeah, well, that's it. He usually starts off really, really positive. Yeah, and then it hits the brakes, or as we like to say here, the brakes start to boil. Yep, boiling brakes, mate. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it's just if it fails for Roxon this year then I can probably put a stamp on it that he's only got, what, another year after that left? It, it'll, be, it'll be interesting. But in typical Roxon fashion as well, I haven't ruled out the fact that he could come out on Saturday and completely just blow the wheels off everybody. Oh, man. And that's what I mean. Like, I don't think the question marks we have over him, I do not think will become an issue until round 10 then we're going to find out if this whole health issue we've got and all the stuff going on with his health is gone or it's fixed or whatever it is he's going to be fast come these first six or seven rounds like he was last year like i could nearly bet it the only thing that's a question mark too is that new bike yeah that's it so we've got here tomac for the championship though he is the man fuck yeah he's the man (laughs) mookie for a few wins and sexton with js7 in his corner will be a winner at some point i believe in that and kenny will be a consistent with a runner-up pretty accurate to what we've what we've said and as well as was reckons uh, Barsha and his marketing is what's going to sell the bikes. Oh, that, and that's why uh, Stu's comment, yes, 100%. I'm on board with that. Besides, <laughs> the logical answer is yes, Tobacco will back this championship to ship up. I want AC9 to win. But, win. Yeah, okay. but, that, but everything else is... is hundred percent, as I said, round ten is going to be the question mark on Kenny. J- JS7 with Sexton, that's just awesome. And I've seen that video that he put out the other day, which hopefully means he's back at the races more. Do you we'll see sick. Sexton coming out and starting doing these weird little stew lines? Like, you know how they used to call it stewable? Nah. Will Sexton be the next stewable? Possibly. Hope so. Maybe. It is something like that. Maybe. I, I don't know if... I think Warwick shared it with me. It was... Um, uh, James Stewart's last ride in the 125 class on a 250. Yeah. And dude, there were some big hucks yeah. in that. That shit is cool. It's it's, it's great. But, but now, whenever they do, like, this is this is sort of, not sort of a rant, but when they come out and do this, Anderson was a big thing for it. Anderson will go out and bust these pretty, pretty cool different lines, like, in, um, in practice qualifying, and then sure as shit, Dirtworks will get out there and knock it down. Yeah. So they can't do it. Like, yeah. that's probably one of the biggest changes, I think, from back then to now. Yeah, for sure. I mean, going to to Warwick's um, question here, we got a bunch of questions. Thanks, guys, for sending these in. This is awesome. <laughs> we're, we're, like, hustling through these, and we're, we're going to get our first guest up here soon. Um, 
Bosh him. Davalos with the top collar for Yeah. <laughs> that is a hot tag. That is a hot tag. I can see it. Can and see he it. was the one who broke AC streak last year. It was Marty Davalos. But yeah, I'm trying to get the worst point here, all right? That is the reason why Gas Gas signed Basha. They signed him to market him to sell gas gases yep. in, in North America. That is the reason they didn't sign Ferrandez. Like, they can tell you differently, but that... Because he tried to kill Jager's dad. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But, you know, you, you it's a new brand in there. You need a guy like Basha who has this whole image and this whole brand that you can work off of and then go, right, and then from what we know of Bush, he's pretty down to do stuff. So like that whole thing to recreate A1, I bet you he was, they would have like, Hey, we want to do this. He would have been like, when and where and straight there and would have done it. So that's, you know, gas, gas has moved for sure. What else you got here? What do we got? Um, we'll wash the front at least 10 times. AC is good for that, but I'm hoping that his motocross <laughs> sort of leveled it down a bit. Um, it stills like marking so much he's going gas, gas. <laughs> Um, I'm actually going KDM to follow my boy Savachi, oh. which is um, drop the seven, carry the one. That's all we need to know there. Hey, look at this. Look at this. See? This look. guy. Oh, you're blowing me out. You are fully in on that KDM deal. Hey, mate. It's it's the, it's the family brand. Oh, come KSR, on. KDM Polaris. Oh, give me four. Carrington Road. Every, need to know. every day. Oof. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah. Yeah, like... Do, the, they see it'll be fast. Do you think... Here's a question for you. Um... Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna stop reading this. It's yeah. gonna make me laugh. Yeah, these guys. Are- orange, orange gas, gas. But um, back to Davalos. Do you think Davalos got other offers from any other teams, or was he, he like he's a dude who's really, really positive with what Dakota, uh, with what Teta Racing, yeah. like their package straight out of the box. Mm. Do you think he got offered anything else? Yeah. Who? I wouldn't be sur- I I wouldn't be surprised if an MCR went. Not went looking because they could offer more in quotation marks, but I don't think they can because that that tether bike seemed to be really well and and Marty gelled with it pretty quickly. It's quick. He gets starts on it. Yeah. But I I think maybe... Barsha parked him a few times. That's right. I I think that would have been the only, potentially the only ones. And that's just speculation. We have no idea if that was even the case. But I would imagine he would have got maybe some calls from some other teams, just seeing, like, feeling it out, seeing where he was at. But, yeah, like, he's he's done interviews saying, you know, that he's staying with Team Tedder and, and, and he's did field some some calls from some other teams yeah but i as i said I, and it's comf you know being comfy too like when you know what you've got you've spent a year on it it's happy with the setup sure like i mean if a factory team came knocking i think it's a different story but i don't think they did and that's why he went well i know what i'm getting here they're getting kdm factory parts yeah I know what I've got here. Let's let's just do this. So talking about like factory parts, obviously with Joe Gibbs Racing folding or, or packing up their shop, surely that's had to help HEP. Yeah. So can you see more money coming from Suzuki for... Mm, well, or- yes. More money. Dustin Pipes has done a fair bit of press in the last week. They've gotten more money, but it's nothing. It's less <laughs> than what... It's less than what... Uh, JGL was getting. Can you stop reading those I'm guys? I'm sorry, but this one, okay, I've got to read this one out for you. We're on fire. Will Davlos be sending selfies to Cali Chicks again this year as he <laughs> can't hide interstate? That's funny. Stay out of that. That's funny. Well out of that. You can have that one. Oh, 
If he does, I can slide him on over. No. Like, just punch him in the DM. I don't mind. No. It's fine. Um, Webb can't be discounted and doesn't have any bad days anymore until Roger. I would literally pick that Webb... Okay, on paper, Webb's not the number one dude this year, but from what I've heard and everyone else, Webb's above Tomac. Of course, on paper, it's going to look different. Mm. Where would you put Webb? Yeah, I think he's, he's one of the guys. He's one of the guys. Um, you got Tomac, Webb, I like 1A, 1B yeah. to me. Then under that, it gets kind of, it gets murky. Of, yeah. of, of who else stacks up in there. You know, a healthy rocks and bang, he's in there. A confident um, 16, Zach Osborne. That's what I was about to say. Bang. Like, where do we put our guy, Zach, Zach Osborne? He, I mean, he's in there as well. Like, he's a tier one dude, but is he, is, is he top end of tier one? <laughs> this is all the questions we have that we are waiting for Houston to find out. But that's what I mean. Underneath that, like they are 1A, 1B. Underneath that, dude, you could throw me 15 names at the moment and I'll be like, yeah, that could be in there as well. Yeah. Like, there's so it's, many good what is dudes. It? it was like 29 race winners. Was that it? Dude, it something like that. Dude, I have like one question that I want to ask, and it's who's not going to make the main in the 450 class that should make the main? Because um, that's how stacked this field is. I Throw re- that one out on YouTube I, <laughs> Facebook. I, yeah, if you guys give us one for that. I'm a little bit worried about Antsy. I will back him in Pulp Mech Fantasy just for the simple fact that his points will be pretty good straight up, but I'm a little bit worried about him. Yeah. If Chad was in, I'd be really, really worried about Chad. Oh, yeah, yeah. But, I, you know, I don't know. Maybe, oh, a couple, like, seven deuce deuce. How many does he make? I, uh, I don't. Yeah, not many at the start. I Alex Ray, th- sorry, not many at the start. Will his muffler stay on? <laughs> I'm not getting involved with that either. We don't know the guy yet. Um, good guy. My, my one. Oh, that's a good one. You go with your one first. It is not up there, is it? Uh, I don't think so. Hit me with yours. D- yeah, it's not. I reckon, and I don't want to, but I would... Brendan Hartraft. Oh, yeah. He is going to be right on the bubble for me. Yeah. And it's going to... And that LCQ is going to be Dude, that's crazy. The best of parts. The heavy. He's going to have to start, and he's going to have to throw bows, but... Yeah. So one we're getting here a fair bit in the comments is Brad O'Brien and Stuart Young of the AP7. Yeah, I, I mean... Now, yeah. If, um, if Mookie comes out, kills it. If Ferrandis comes out and kills it... And Plessinger doesn't, then it wasn't the factory MR. It wasn't the factory MR. I don't. I don't think so. I, I'm going to go against those guys. I think AP will be in. I hope so. It'll be. He'll be tight. But as I said, for me, like out of the guys that you think should be in that main, I think it's going to be Hartraft. Yeah. I just like he should be in that main. I think he's going to be right on that bubble. If he makes it, I'll be like, yeah, sweet. He should be in there. But if he doesn't, I'll be like. Uh, yeah, okay, I can I can understand, like, first year 450, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Yeah, okay, maybe you just miss out. Yeah. Houston 2, bang, he's, he'll figure some things out, go, oh, okay, I need to, you know, get in there a bit more, better start an LCQ, try and make it out of the heat, whatever. Yeah, and finally, before we get our first guest on. Yes. Yuri Gonski. He's in America. He got in a suitcase, <laughs> slapped a FedEx sticker on himself, <laughs> and sent himself across. Flew in, so... So... I mean, uh, yeah, 
good on him for getting over there. He need, I don't think he needed to, but he's got this new team, the Muckoff um, Honda Racing Team, I yep. think is the official name. Yep. Um, yeah, he, he put a lot of work into that. I, I think he deserves to be there yeah. to see it all come together. I would be, if, if I was in his shoes and I got told I couldn't be there, dude, that would take me weeks to get over. Yeah, I mean, and that's what I mean. Like, I, I strongly believe he should be there. I'm glad he is there because he really deserves to see that all come together because okay. that's a bigger outfit than what he put to, forward last year. Okay, would you put Brayton back in that category of maybe not transferring to that main? Nah. You put him higher up? Yeah. Yep. He's too wily, dude. He just, he'll figure it out. Yeah. He'll figure it out, and his starts last year were amazing. Yeah. Apparently, this new Honda is better again when it comes to... Kirk was pretty, pretty wrapped on it. Yeah, with yep. starts and things like that. Um, yeah, I would not. I would not put him... He'll get a start. He'll, you know, either squeak in out of the heat, or he'll hold shot and win an LCK. Yeah, well, that's exactly right. Like, so... Yeah. I don't... I don't he's well, not one of those. Chad was renowned for that. Like, obviously, they're got sort of the better bike so in the heat in the LCQ sorry you can sort of just get a start and sort of but I think there's going to be a lot of good bikes in that LCQ though yeah there's going to be a lot of good bikes in that LCQ I wonder so Ferrandis I know we're getting off topic here but Ferrandis had a sort of what he did was he had a when he starts up in line he goes into weird area when he obviously gets a bad gate Mm. he goes outside and sort of goes around around but sort of where the slower guys bikes are because he knows his bike's going to get off the line do you reckon that strategy would work with a 450 class not on a 450 no it wouldn't no it's only a 250 class on those Star Yamaha's a bullshit. Oh, that works, yes. But in a 450 class, no, it it probably won't work because they've all got the same engines. <sighs> Pretty much. Yeah, and another like this is another one I just I want to get off my chest is Eli. If he hasn't worked out this start thing. <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's going to be hard, man. If, if he hasn't worked it out, then it's never, Cooper, never going to get out. Cooper Webb, Cooper Webb with his starts, better whoop speed that we've seen la- like later part of last year. Yeah, man, it, he needs to get starts. AC gets good starts, and he figures out his stuff. He's yep. going to be hard. Osborne, with some confidence, going to be hard. Sexton starts well, going to yep. be hard. Like, yes, Tomac needs to get himself off the line because I think those rides he had last year and more so in the previous years before that, he could get away with that sort of stuff. Yep. This year, I think it's really going to be the time where he has to be like, I cannot do the same thing. Exactly. Because these guys are way better. And like, Tomac is obviously really, really good when he starts obviously in behind and gets in between these guys and mm. hunts his way through. I think this would be a little bit harder to hunt through this time. Mm. So I got another message then on, on our social from Anthony Rutledge and he reckons Mookie to win H1. Big call, but I can support it. Uh, but the championship will go down to E.T., Webb, and Barsha. He is all for Barsha's riding on that bike, though. It is unreal. Yeah. I mean, we're. I think we are all... all I will laugh if we're all wrong. Uh, yeah, I mean, we're... Bogle comes out and wins it. <laughs> Savachi. Team, teammate of the Savachi. <laughs> Savachi. Sa- Savachi. Um, Drop seven. I mean, I think, I think we're all on the same page. I... Yeah. History has shown us that the first round we always get a not an oddball winner, but it's, it never seems to be the championship guy. So, what um, do you got? Does the broadcast team constantly call it formally the Penrith team over and over again? 
Look, Brody, that is a great, great question, but probably not because Ralph's gone. Ralph's gone. He's not going to repeat. Which we're going we're to get to. We're going to get to that towards yeah, the end of the show. We need, it. we need to get our, our guest on, but we're, we're going to take up this Supercross talk later on in the show, guys. So stick around. Keep these comments coming because this is, this is awesome. This is the whole reason we're doing this because we want to get you guys involved in the show, commenting through these questions, giving us stuff to talk about, even though we're going to talk about all this stuff, but just giving us those opinions. Is, is awesome. That's so, it. That's exactly what we need. So stick around, guys. We're going to have a quick break while we get our guests on, and we're going to be back shortly with uh, Joel Evans. Nick, MPE Suspension is a major sponsor of our show here on the Moto Limited Show. MPE been around for a long time. Paul has been doing customizing of the suspension game for the last 15 years, and he is the best at it. You've used MPE before, haven't you? I sure have. Mate, I've used it for the last, I would say, six years, and Paul has done a fantastic job every time I've sent my motorcycle to him to be customised. He really likes to work with his customers, with his riders, and get the setup that they're desiring and make their bike handle the way they want it to. They, uh, He's been doing it for some of the biggest names we've had in the sport, too. It's just like that. I think it's like everyone, either if you know them now or back when we were junior, everyone sort of used it once or twice in their life. It's just, even when I think back to being a junior and you think of MPE, it's just such a, a known thing to me yeah, I mean back in the day you know I remember Dean Slade and uh, Ford Dale and you know the Matt Robinsons all those names they used to have the, the trick gold looking forks and all the customised you know suspension it was always something I wanted to aspire to and now I'm lucky, lucky enough to have the uh, the product and I mean they've helped you know a lot of the top riders that we have in our sport here in Australia and now over in the US you know the Lawrence Brothers have, were brought up on MPE suspension uh, Todd Waters uses MPE suspension uh, Jesse Dobson's used it Caleb Barham uses it there's so many names in the top level of our sport that use MPE suspension so if you're in the need for some customised suspension to suit your riding style doesn't have to be motocross off road he does a lot of road bike stuff as well if you want anything customised to set up the way you want it to go and see Paul and the team at MPE suspension uh, you can check them out on their website at mpesuspension.com.au the other thing Nick is they are also the Husqvarna and Gas Gas dealer up on the Sunshine Coast. So if you're looking for a Gas Gas or a Husqvarna, get yourself up to MP Husqvarna or Gas Gas uh, and get yourself a new motorcycle. Paul has been a sponsor of our local series here in Queensland, the Central Queensland, the Sunshine State Motocross and the Queensland Motocross Series for years. So our biggest thing is to support the sponsors that are supporting our sport at a local level uh, and to support this show, obviously. Um, so mention the Moto Limited show when you go to MPE Suspension and uh, they will surely help you out. And we are back with our first guest of tonight. He is a privateer hero. He's got a privateer to pro YouTube channel going. He's brought to you by MPE Suspension. It's Joel Evans, mate. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, boys. That's the way. Hey, mate, we got you on tonight. Obviously, our state-level stuff is only uh, about a month or so away from from kicking off, and you're uh, probably one of the favourite guys leading into the series, and um, you got a lot going on at the moment. So let's start with the first uh, first thing is obviously your Privateer to Pro YouTube channel. What sort yep. of Give us a rundown of why you sort of got into that and, and what you got coming up on your channel. Yeah, yeah, so the whole thing sort of come about, I guess, I was just, I'd go racing every year, and it's it's always tough, and uh, you hear some people complaining, I guess, about getting sponsors and all that sort of thing, and mm-hmm. 
I just sort of wanted to try to separate myself a little bit. Yep. Um, plus, I just thought it would be a cool thing to do. I've thought of it for years, but finally hit the bullet. Um, and then, yeah, went ahead and did the privateer pro. So yep. what it was pretty well about was I've always worked through racing. Yeah. Uh, I always sort of just worked my normal job and then went to the races. But I wanted to see how good I could be if I sort of went on a bit more of a pro program. Yep. So I, uh, yeah, created the privateer to pro and the idea was I was going to pay for it all myself but go full-time and just race full-time and then Unfortunately, I picked 2020 to do that, um, <laughs> so it, it didn't really work out, but uh, it's been cool anyway. The channel's been cool, and everyone uh, seems to really enjoy the videos, so yep. I'm just going to keep keep pumping them out. Yeah, man, for sure. I mean, I've I've followed along a, a few of them as well, and I went back and watched a few once we, we locked you in as a guest. I was like, I'm going to go back and watch a couple again just to, to refresh my memory on a few of them, and it's cool because it gets a bit of an insight into you know what goes on on race days. And, and you know especially the Queensland title one was was pretty cool like it had you know the ups and downs of the whole event for you and, and kind of got to live through the whole lot and for someone who was there like I watched your race and was there the whole weekend but I didn't know half the stuff so it's cool just to get that little background into into you guys and what really goes on on race days yeah exactly I like to keep it pretty raw like that yeah. because of those reasons like it's I think it's cool for like obviously you can see the result sheet, but it's cool for people to see everything else that went on throughout it. Yeah. Um, and then like little struggles like that weekend, I was nervous as and yeah. like yeah, I think in there somewhere it's like me drinking a coke and I haven't had soft drink in probably years. Um, <laughs> but I was like just trying anything because like someone told me you have a coke to settle the nerves and just little stuff and uh, I think it's cool to show the whole thing. Yeah, for sure. I mean, it, again, it gives us gives us all a little bit of insight into what's going on, and I think I think a few more people need to really. I mean, I'm not going to take away your thunder, but I mean, they need to sort of get the same sort of thing, like give us all a little insight as to what goes on because it only, I mean, you probably gain more fans and, and supporters from that than you will from just punching out a post saying, oh, you know, it wasn't my weekend and, you know, things didn't go my way and blah, 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 blah. Like they, people get to see the real the real you and be like, all right, you know, yeah, it, it was kind of a crappy weekend, but at least you put it out there for us all to see. Yeah, exactly. And it is, it is hard to put yourself out there to start with, for sure. Yeah. Like, especially, like, you, you've seen me around for years, mate. We've sort of known each other for a long time, and yep. I've never really been a real loud sort of guy. I've always been quiet, that sort of thing. So, yeah. It's um, a bit to put yourself out, but definitely the support I've had has been unreal. Um, got some fans around me now, and people that sort of. Now I've got um, people just locally, like around King Roy, golfers, like 60-year-old golfers that watch it every week just because <laughs> they're, like, they're just into it. So yeah. um, they just think it's cool and just something different. Um, even if it's not related to the industry, it's just cool to have that support. Yeah, no, that's um, I mean, that's cool. And it's a bit of a family affair too. Like you got your partner, gets on the camera a lot, and then, you know, whenever your, your sister's around, she jumps on the camera as well. And, I mean, that gives it that, you know, a bit more authenticity as well where it's, you know, everyone's involved and it's not just you know you doing it to to boost yourself it's you know everyone else around you is a part of the whole program as well yeah definitely and i think it's cool to show that sort of family side of things because it's pretty funny when you're in this sport for so long you sort of just assume that people know things yeah um <laughs> and then like a lot of guys just think like oh you're pro you're like you're making money and 
and you came in a truck and different stuff and then they see that you're there with your family and stuff they're sort of like oh man I didn't realise that so yeah yeah, um, yeah it's cool just to like I keep saying just yeah show the show the whole process of what a privateer sort of racer does yeah um, and then hopefully the goal is to show me progress as I because I still haven't gone back and got a job yet. I've just been working my way to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So going back to your YouTube channel, one of my favorite videos I thought was very interesting was the budget to go racing in 2021. So can yeah. you sort of give a, a bit of a uh, a bit of a rundown on that video to our listeners and sort of give us a dollar figure on what it is going to cost you for 2021? Yeah, so what I do every single year is before the season, I write down all the costs of the travel, bikes, parts, gear, sort of everything that's related to going racing. They're like sunny states, Queenslands, and national stuff. Um, and I did that for this year. Um, Total was all up, and it come to eighty grams. So it's, yeah. um, obviously it's, it's pretty massive. Um, I, I did it. I did confuse a couple of people with it because, um, like, I'm not sure if I got my point across enough. It's it's eighty grand, but that's not me saying I've got eighty grand. I'm forking that out. That's yeah. what it costs after sponsors, you know, come on board and they help you out and different stuff. So. Um, and the idea is to get that as low as possible, but yeah, pretty low with all the support and everything all in. Yeah, that takes about that eighty grand mark. Still on top of all of that. that oh no, sorry, that's um, back here. That's, that's the overall number, and then yeah. you try to lower that with yeah, sponsors. With sponsors. Yeah, no, cool. We've got yeah. a we got a question on the YouTube, and it's asking if you're riding lights class. I could probably answer this, but are you riding lights class this year or open? Open. Yeah. 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 So. That was a video as well. I sort of spoke a bit about the expenses of the lights class, just trying to build a bike. And yep. I had a few issues. Um, and I decided that I would give the 450 a go just to train because I assumed that 2020 was probably not going to have too much racing. Yeah. Um, and I just have gelled with it. I love it. So, I feel like I um, can pretty, be pretty competitive on it. Yeah. Are you getting bikes through Moto One or are you getting bikes direct through KDM? Or what's, what's your sort of setup for 2021? 21 is still getting worked out at the moment. Yep. I have contacted KTM. Um, I'd love to love to sort something out for sure, but it, obviously with um, those guys, completely understandable. It's like they don't know how many bikes they can get and how easy it's going to be to get bikes and that sort of thing. Yeah. Um, but it'll just be through like a shop sort of deal yep. for sure. Um, but I don't have it all worked out yet. Just I'm still right now pretty deep in it. I think with everything that's going on in the world, everything's just happening a little bit slower this year. Yeah. Um, but I'd like to um, keep with as many as the same sponsors as I can for sure. You're going to continue with Unit for the gear? Yeah. So I've spoken to those guys. It's not like uh, I haven't signed a contract or anything like that. Mm. They're happy with what I've been doing, and I love working with those guys. It's pretty cool. Like they're a fully Australian brand. Like they run everything through Australia. Yeah. Um, which is cool. And then like I can talk to the team and um, like go up and see them designing the gear and everything. So it's pretty cool to be a part of that. And obviously Where's... you got some pretty cool guys like Corey Creed and stuff in there. Yeah. Are they based yeah. on the Gold Coast? Yeah, at Narendra. That's um, cool. With all the bike shops. So yeah. they're and just they're probably, the street. Like they're probably getting good feedback for you for what you like on the bike and what can be improved and anything you want changed. That's that's cool having something local that you can sort of just 
head on down there and see them or pick up gear. That's cool. Yeah, it's super cool. And then those guys as well, like you said, there's input. And then if they need to change something, it's not probably as big a process as if you got someone like a fox or something where it's yeah. obviously it's got to go through a heap of different chains. But, um, yeah, I, I love the stuff. I was a bit hesitant to go there yeah. because, like, obviously it's not one of the name brands, but uh, they're, they're honestly – the gear's unreal. I'm still – I've got different jerseys, but yep. my pants, I'm still, I just haven't even asked them for new pants yet because yeah. <laughs> they're just, they're still holding up. Yeah, nice. Nice. Well, that's, I mean, going along those lines, what what are your plans for 21? Like what's, you know, when you sat down and, you know, you've, you've done this on the on your YouTube and uh, page and that, what are your goals and what are you, what are you looking to achieve here in 21? So, I want to do all the racing again um, and do it full-time. So I want to be able to train properly um, and give it a real good crack at, you know, I'm going to be doing state-level stuff. Yep. But then the nationals is sort of my personal goals. Um, a lot of the state-level stuff, a lot of times, the sponsors is what those guys want. Yep. Um, they see me as a state guy. Yep. And that's for sure. I, like, I want to do that and do well for those guys. But my personal goals is the nationals. I want to be running right up front because obviously, not sure if you guys know, like Dean Ferris is my brother-in-law. Yeah. Um, I've done a bit of training with him on the 450, and we had days there where we were matching each other and stuff. And like, it's just a practice track. It's definitely different. Yeah. But just gives me that confidence, and I. I feel like I can do it. I just need to prove it to myself a little yeah. bit. I just so, want to run up front. So is Dean going to help you with your program for 21, like uh, practicing and everything like that? Has he got a fair bit of input in what you do? Or? So how we work with Dean is um, if I ask and I want the help, he'll give it to me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, he, he won't give you anything for free. It's uh, you, You've got to want it sort of deal, Yeah, yep. um, which is awesome because I, I like that. And then I'm a part of the motocross masterclass that yep. Um, yep. online thing he's got. So I go on there and he's got some pretty cool modules and stuff that you can go over every now and then just to refresh and different mental skills and that sort of thing because you boys, I'm sure you know, like, their sports pretty well. Yeah. Mostly mental, I think. Um, <laughs> yeah, for And sure. that, that's something that's held me back a bit. Yeah, no, for sure. It definitely, definitely is part of it. I, um... <laughs> I, I like the uh, I like the fact that yeah the the last time I seen you in person was actually at Dean's Bucks party down at Brunswick we're, we're, <laughs> we're having dinner and I'm sitting there and I seen you you and Dean walk in and I was like oh, I'll just I'll, I won't say too much you know and then you turn around and you're like oh that's Trent I'm like oh, hey <laughs> and you guys are like on the Bucks party for his wedding I was like oh that's small world that we're just in the same place at the same little pub in a small town uh, yeah exactly it's pretty yeah. funny so um, and actually. Before the before the fight, I actually, randomly enough, had breakfast with Dean in Bribe Island. Like he, doing the whole round, <laughs> he was he just like wandered down the street, and Rob and I and and Jess and Mona sitting in the cafe, and then Dean just pops out of nowhere, like, "Oh hey, Dean!" He's like, "Oh hey," which just <laughs> random people in random locations. So you remember the morning before the fight? Yeah, I do. Come on, right? I mean, I think <laughs> easy, easy. Even Joel's laughing about it. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I did hear it didn't go that well. Nah, look. Yeah. Hey, look, I, I put myself out there. That's that's the main part. We'll uh, we'll stick with that again. Um, going back to, I want to go back. Just touch on the Sunshine State series that your you know, which is your main sort of focus. Um, I don't, I don't think it's been announced yet. I've got the breakdowns of the weekends and they're changing the formats uh, at every round. Have you seen that yet? 
I haven't. Okay. I haven't seen any of that. Okay. It's quite unique. I mean, they're really trying to change things up, do things a little bit different with, obviously, the layouts of the races as well as yep. the days and mixing them up. So you guys in MX1 Pro are actually going to be racing Saturday at round one at Harvey Bay. Um, yeah, right. Okay. And you guys are going to be doing a 24-minute, a 12-minute, and a 20-minute moto. So sprint race, long race, in between, it's going to be it, – I mean, I look at it and I'm like, I can understand what they're trying to do, but as a former rider, that sucks trying to prep. <laughs> I'm sorry, but that really sucks when you're trying to figure out what you're trying to train for when it's all mixed up. <laughs> yeah, that definitely throws a spanner in the works. Um, and I, I sort of – I'm honestly just a massive fan of motocross in general. Yeah. Um, I was listening to you boys talk about it and that before, and I was getting pumped for Supercross. And, yeah, how good uh, is it, I'm just, yeah, I'm just pumped on um, the guys like putting in effort to try to yes. try to make it better. Because honestly, like if if we're gonna do a 12 minute race, like personally, I'm usually the guy that's there at the end of the 30. Yeah, but um, like that's that's cool. I'm happy to do a 12 and make it exciting for the crowds and that sort of thing. Yeah, I mean, and uh, hopefully if there's some little kid in there and he sees it and everyone's battling for 12 minutes and he gets pumped and that's cool. Yeah, I mean, uh, and I mean, ultimately that's what they're trying to do is build that atmosphere there. Um, round three, what round? What what? race is round three is that King Roy is that your home race round three round round two oh. Coolum is round three okay Warwick, so, isn't it? so round two uh, you guys are on Sunday and it's the same format actually it's a 25 a 10 a 20 round three whatever round three is you're doing a 30 and a 28 so if that's cool oh, right, okay. so literally we've just had uh, a comment on here saying two 30s go back to back to back basics yeah. it's the same as training basic work yeah that's right so, so yeah the same structure so though. round three is MX1 will be doing a 30 and a 20 and MX2 we're doing uh, uh, 226s so they're adding those longer motos in there um, yep. yeah whatever round 4 is I should have really cross referenced all this but you guys are doing a 30 and 11 and a 23 so <laughs> they're really trying to mix it all up the final round yep. actually is pretty cool all of the MX1 and MX2 pro expert and clubmen are all on Sunday and pros are doing 229s um and yeah, right, we're doing okay. 227 so i mean again i'm a little bit involved this year with it with doing the live announcing so yep. I'm, I'm privileged to have some of this this insider knowledge but i know what they're trying to do they're really trying to 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 entice guys like yourself who are racing at the top level with the longer motos but then they're trying to keep it exciting and entertaining for the fans and for people to come and watch and again that young kid as you said sits there and watches you know hopefully 30 of the best pros in queensland battle it out and they sit there and watch that on a saturday that is really good and that's something i've preached for a while on this show is these kids need to be out watching watching these guys and watching the things that you guys do in a in a moto and learning from that because there's so many coaches that can tell you but watching you know you and i grew up at the same time and you remember watching some of those pro guys you'd be on the fence on sunday just like drooling over the bikes and watching them go through and like oh i wasn't hitting that yesterday and then they go and hit it on the sunday and you're like all right, I need to hit that now. Like, that's the stuff I think is missing a little bit with the former format. So I'm hoping this changes it a little bit more. Yeah, I think it can. And I think what's cool about it too is um, just it. I guess it, it really, like you said, it tails for everyone. They, yeah. They're doing a bit of everything. And then 
Um, yeah, I think yeah, they're, they're sort of no one can really complain then because <laughs> yeah. if you like the lean motors, then it's sweet. If it's one of then you're cool. Like, yeah. Um, yeah, just yeah, deal with it. That's right. What about what about tracks for you? How do you find the the schedule? And I mean, we got Rockhampton, and I can't remember the other Queensland title. It hasn't been announced yet, but I'm pretty sure it's Rocky, and there's another one. But what do you think of the the five rounds of Sunny States that you get to do and the tracks that we got um, to race at this year? Yeah, I think they're good, all of them. Um, like Warwick is obviously we like we keep talking about. We grew up racing there, and it was yeah. always awesome. I haven't ridden there a whole lot really since I think I was on eighties or something. But yeah, um, yeah, it's I always really loved the place. Um, and then I'm a sand guy. I've, I've always liked sand, which is strange being from King and Red Dirt. But yeah. um, for some reason, I've just always gelled with the sand. And uh, obviously, there's a fair bit of sand in the in the series this year. And yeah, Toowoomba is probably the I don't know, it's probably my favourite track. I love that place. So yeah, there's really not much to complain about. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you Toowoomba locals here, yeah, like we're running the show, it. But I mean, you, you'd be pumped to have King Arroy being your hometown, having that back yeah. on the schedule again. I mean, it was on last year and again this year, so it's cool to see the resurgence from that track sort of died off a little bit there uh, a few years ago. So it's cool to see to see it back. I remember remember when we first went there and it was all ploughed up with the pumpkin sh- uh, the yeah, peanut I'm- shell. Was that like up the main street? Yeah. 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 OG track when it used to be like real deep and cool. So hopefully they they prep it up like that again and and give you guys an awesome racetrack to be be racing on. Yeah, the the new fellas there that are running it. um, They've got some young fellas, um, young junior kids there, a few of them. So it's awesome that they're putting in a heap of effort. And it's pretty cool. Like you've got to, you've always had bikes. You have to come out for a practice day because there's no bumps and the ruts are just like curled over That's, unreal you, it's you, just you, like you it is me with um, no so good <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Place, I don't know how it does it it just on a practice day there's no bumps and it's just like you're on rails oh, yeah. it's so good I mean it won't be boiling any brakes so that, <laughs> you'll, you'll need a breather <laughs> I'll need a breather though. Uh, no it's yeah. sick I definitely think we'll have to uh, to bring that up Nick you've got a you've got a question here burning one before a burning one so we've actually got a few on the line for you but we'll get to them in a second but I had someone tell me that whenever we spoke to you or I saw you to ask you what happened at the 2016 Indonesian Motocross Nationals. Is there a story or something like that we need to know? It was crazy. Like the the whole time, like, how it worked, um, Nick someone um, actually hooked me up with that and he's like, yeah, man, let's... um, it was actually not too long after my neck injury. I'd been back for a year or something. Yeah. It's like, let's go to Indonesia and um, went over there and it was just not at all what I expected. <laughs> we went to the first track and it was like the most blue grooves track you've ever seen in your life and that was their prep national. Oh, um, <laughs> and then midway through, because Aaron Tanny was there with this and halfway through the day just started pouring rain you could see the tips of the jumps and that was about it oh, <laughs> um, there's a video I have to find it and post it somewhere of it with Aaron just coming into the first turn because we couldn't believe that they ran it but yeah. he just comes into the first turn you couldn't see the ground so he didn't know how deep it was he just hits a deep pocket and just goes over the bars oh, oh. just on water he was just on flat ground but the water just swallowed him <laughs> you'll have to you'll have um, to send that to us and we'll have to put it up on our yeah, on our uh, Instagram sure. page that'd be fun yeah. I sure knew that otherwise I would have had it here like if it was on yeah. YouTube yeah ready to go <laughs> yeah I don't know where it is but it, if we find it it's gold yeah no that's that's the goal and, yeah probably the, the story that I'm showing I'm probably 
uh, wants to know about is uh, it actually wasn't the Indonesian Championship. It was uh, a race in between the two rounds. Yeah. So I called me and asked if I'd come and do a local race. And I was I went on my own because Nick just wanted to go home. Um, it got got to this place called Tanjung Penang. Yeah, and uh, we we got there, went and did a practice day, and I sort of it was just a little local Indonesian place. So typically, without trying to sound cocky, like I would just be faster. Yeah, um, <laughs> and yeah, I sort of smoked everyone there, and just I think a couple of the local fellas that are heroes got pretty pissed off about it and typically (laughs) anyone who does ride bikes over there has money Uh. Um, and whatever happened we we go onto the track the next day and uh, we had to make a detour into some immigration office and they walked me in, sat me down on a chair, and I was like, dude's a machine gun standing there. And I was like, man, what is going on? And then my driver and the guy, like, taking me around, he sort of just stood back, and this little Indonesian guy was yelling at me in his army suit. And I had no idea. I was like, I can't apply to this dude. So I was texting Michaela, my girlfriend, underneath the table. Like, this is, this is where I'm at. Like, I don't know what's about to happen. And it was probably about five or ten minutes. And then the, I went to come grab me and they took me out. And he's like, oh, we just got to go somewhere else today. And ended up taking me to some dock, put me on a rusty old boat oh. and sent me to Singapore. He's like, yeah, there's some people coming for you. You have to leave. Oh, shit. <laughs> That's full on. That's <laughs> it was so gnarly. Wait, I, like, I, be I was so scared. <laughs> Fuck, that's loose. I didn't think it'd be that wild. That's heavy. That is heavy. That yeah. does sound like Indonesia, though, unfortunately. Yeah, so um, ended up pretty well. He sent a guy with me, um, went over to Singapore, got in there somehow, and then cruised around for the day. He just took me to, like, museums. I was like, what are we doing in a museum? Like, I don't know. I I like, been, how do I get home? I would have been on edge. Um, like, is this dude going to kill me, or am I fucking going to end up in a hole? Or That'd be loose. Yeah, but... He was doing it like it was a holiday. I couldn't believe it. It was just super <laughs> random. And then he's like, okay, we go home now and put me back on the same boat and back to Indonesia, went through the room, people yelling at me again. And, and then we just went to the track. Jeez. <laughs> it was like all happened in one day. Kind of cool, but kind of scary at the same time. Like, that's loose, dude. Yeah. You look back now and it's like, how dumb could you be to go over there and do that? It's a cool story. Yeah, that's, I didn't think it was going to be that extreme, but yeah, that's, that's pretty heavy. All right, Joel, we've, we've taken up a fair bit of time. you got a little bit more for some – we've got some uh, questions on the live stream here. A couple of people want to give us some. Do you have some time for that? Yeah, mate, we're good. Yeah. Uh, okay, so Stuart Young said, how do you think teams can provide higher incomes for riders and what bonus schemes do privateers like yourself get attracted to? Um, so as far as the teams go I think it's just trying to promote the sport better um, and it's like a, I think a lot of people put too much on the teams yeah. um, which is something I'm sort of as I'm getting older I'm just trying to work it out a bit more and like I said I'm a fan of sports so um, I think a lot of things with riders is as a pro you hear it's so negative a lot of times Yeah, like it, everyone's complaining how expensive it is and like it sucks like we're working so hard and get nothing but I feel like it's a little bit on us if we um, put in a bit more effort and maybe try to promote the sport better and look at it in a positive way, then we might be able to bring more sponsors and 
Like yeah. it, no one wants to be around, whether it's a sponsor or whoever, an event where people are, you know, sad guys. So, yeah, oh, I mean, um, yeah, I, I'm a hundred percent with you. Like I've I've had the the rant on this show here about how to make the sport better, and it. I mean, it comes down to we all get our own backing. Like you're the prime example. You've gone out, you've got your own sponsors, your own backing, but it's what the nationals then provide you in the way of exposure at the events to represent your sponsors that's been lacking in the last couple of years and that's what i'm hoping that they improve on this year which i know going back to state level stuff they're trying to do that as well is being able to give your sponsors the exposure that we can't bring any more money into the sport it is what it is but we need to be able to get our own sponsors in and give them a platform to be to be able to go oh yeah look i'm i'm my roi on this is probably not high but it's pretty pretty badass seeing my logo in the pit area with you know a thousand people walking past at a national yeah and then just make it cool for everyone who does go there to make it interactive and um yeah i I agree i think um like obviously it's hard and i've been that guy that's complained in the past but yeah um i think probably everyone who's tried to race and seen how expensive it is probably has but there's ways around it and you can um like right now i'm still paying for everything i don't have too much but i can see opportunity there now yeah um just once you start opening your mind to it a little bit that's right um and then yeah like you said the nationals i really hope that they do put a big effort into promoting them locally because that's something i really thought was lacking um the last few years was you know you'd go to a little town like Appen and you'd yeah. barely know that there was a race there and yeah. it's like only a small town but yeah you'd think the servo should have signs and you know yeah. like there should be just promotion for it yeah that's um but obviously the riders as well something i heard not long ago was um all the motocross like the pro guys should be promoting pro mx like yeah it's like the page and then saying like oh nationals are only this far away and like getting fans amped for it yeah which is something i don't think i've ever done no so that's something i sort of want to start doing as well if like it comes up to one baggy yeah i'm not usually a guy who does a post the day before or a couple of days before but i'm going to start doing that just to be like oh hey guys if you if i do have some followers from around melbourne yeah and yeah like come to the first round it's not that far away it's a cool event sort of deal well i mean i mean ultimately that's what we're trying to do with this with this podcast is the same thing like you know get get some publicity around some of these events and get people sharing it around and talking just about try it and help our own sport yeah people just that. yeah we're you know we're two guys sitting in a studio here that you know have hacked a career out of the sport which we wouldn't even call them careers but i mean we still love the sport we still want to see it grow we want to do our bit and this is the way that we you know can can do our part and and you are 100 percent right riders need to be getting on top of this stuff promoting these events getting you know utilizing social media for what it is and and help building it because you know like again talking to you tonight like it's this sort of stuff helps as well build the sport talking about it gets you on gets people interacting with you and and then also just talking about it and then tomorrow they talk about you and what you said on the show and then we get this sport to build um you know from the ground up but when when people don't want to be on social media and people don't want to be doing interviews it becomes really really tough to do anything 
yeah, for sure. No, I'm 100% in agreement. And obviously, like, medical people generally just, like, are so into it and so passionate. So, yeah. we, if we want it to grow, which I think we will do, like, just, yeah. just put in a little effort. And it's not, I'm not saying it's easy, for sure. Like, no. it's, like the stuff that I've been doing, it's been a massive um, growing sort of thing. I'm trying to learn it more and more each day. But it's a, it's cool to see. And you start opening, like you said, someone else will talk about it and someone else to talk about it and you start seeing um, I guess for people with similar mindsets like yourselves like they're just everyone you start realizing just loves it so yeah let's um let, let's try to do something and build yeah. it up a bit that's for sure all right we got one more for you before we uh we let you go we got to get our next guest on but it's been awesome having you on the show what do you got there nick so tell a story about your van life with michaela <laughs> <laughs> that's, all right hopefully you know what that means <laughs> <laughs> so for those who don't know like um what i am doing is a bit tough like i said i'd sort of quit the job and all that sort of thing and me and Michaela actually live in my van now my yeah. van so um, we she's awesome she supports me um, we're going around doing a bit of coaching and whatever we can to sort of make this thing happen um, but we just love it so um, yeah she's in the van with me and it's it's obviously tough for, for a chick to be <laughs> living in a little van especially when you got split in half and there's bikes in the back but, so does the bike um, stay outside or yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's essential. Um, yeah. I mean, that, that's but, cool that she's involved though and, and that, you know, invested in you and, and the program and that as well. Like, that's that's pretty rare to find. Yeah. And then not to, I don't want to go back to the question, backtrack too much, but that's right. back to the one before, like, um, Michaela, no idea about dirt bikes. Like, didn't even really know it was a sport sort of thing yeah. before I met her. Yeah. Um, and then now, just by me introducing her, she introduced her parents. Her parents go on NRG TV or used to yeah. watch every round. Um, then they've got mates and that that watch every round and just you start bringing people in that way. It's pretty cool. We counted it up the other day when we are talking about this and ran up like 30 extra people that watch the sport and yeah. are involved just because of that. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, yeah, back to that question. So a cool story. Um, when we're in the high ace, actually, so we had everything stacked in on top of this. <laughs> um, we broke down on the way down to first round in 2018. Yeah. On um, the way down to the Nationals in some tiny little town in New South Wales, uh, went to this mechanic and he was just like an ass. It was like a Friday afternoon. And we wouldn't even have a look at it. I explained the situation. I was like, I'll pay you double, like whatever. I just need to get to the race. Yeah. Wouldn't do it. Winter was raining and like Michaela's there. We ended up having a shower out of a bucket. Oh. <laughs> just like at this mechanic shop. And then got onto a bunch of people and, uh, Tyler Darby, young fella from New South Wales. Yeah. Him and his old man offered to said, bring as little as you can, see if we'll fit in our van and jump in with us. Oh, yeah. Then we got down into Victoria and he pulled over. He's got a brand new Iveco van. Pulled over because the light came along and then the van wouldn't start again. Oh, no. So <laughs> we were um, stuck again. We had to jog up the road to get service and stuff to call someone. And then Reese Bud ended up picking us up from there. Yeah. Um, and going we got to the track and then oh we didn't get to the track because it was like midnight we got to the hotel 
we're waiting for our bikes the next morning and the tow truck that was taking the van to us actually like hit a deer and crashed. You would have been just like, I've done, I've gone home. I've, I've, yeah, I've told people this story and like a lot of times I don't believe it and it's yeah. like, Ask Reese Bud or um, Tyler Dunn. He's like, it happened. No, that is, <laughs> um, that is yeah, it's pretty pretty nearly last year, but we do what we do. That's it. I mean, that's part of the sport. That's part of uh, part of the uh, the journey, and the the I guess it's the part that we love. As bad as it sounds, it's yeah. the, it's the hard work. <laughs> the journey's half the yeah. struggle. I mean, it's the, the fun. Yeah. They're the stories you get to talk about now, hey, and and yeah. Up, so, and right. that's the stuff that you guys, I guess, can kind of showcase is a bit of the privateer stuff. That oh yeah, it, they're, they're cool stories. Like I'm just one guy. I'm sure there's so many cool oh. stories like that around. There's, oh, there's heaps. Yeah, what you guys are doing is awesome. Oh, we appreciate that, mate. We we appreciate that. Look, we took a little bit more time than we we said we were going to take yours, and we do appreciate you coming on the show and and uh, joining along. So. If you guys want to uh, head over and uh, have a look at the uh, Privateer to Pro YouTube, uh, it's got all Joel's stuff on there. Um, go back and rewatch some of his videos. You've got a lot of great content, some different stuff in there. We've seen a, a tire, a tire, um, tire off, I would call. You, you miss, yeah, that's the one. Good. Thanks for bringing that up. Uh, <laughs> you missed out on one brand there, but I'll let that slide. I'll have to organize you with a better set of tires than both of those combined. <laughs> he, got uh, the, he got the right bikes though. Kawasaki VKDM. Yeah, Kawasaki. Good to go. That's good. Uh, you should have picked the Cowie, but anyway, that's another personal preference, but I might have to get you a set of, set of Pirellis, mate, to do a test on and, and then you'll be you'll fall in love and never use a different tire again. Uh, <laughs> that does, does it, we'll goes, just leave it at that. Goes yeah, quiet. Goes quiet. <laughs> <laughs> goes quiet um, no dude we appreciate your time thank you for coming on as I said everyone jump over see the Privateer to Pro um, YouTube series that Joel's got going on and everything else jump over onto his social media which is Joel Evans 81 I'm pretty sure from memory I should have yeah. that written down um, see what's going on with you follow the journey and um, yeah man we appreciate your time and hopefully have you back on here soon yeah appreciate it fellas have a good one done deal thanks, thanks buddy thanks mate cheers right, see you Bye. Joel Evans I'm not going to Indonesia. I'm not here. Yeah, well, we won't be faster, but it's nah, okay. Yeah, we won't get we won't get robbed. That's <laughs> loose, dude. Yeah. That is super loose. And it just goes to show, like, I mean, uh, for us, we listen to the to the struggles these um, these American dudes have. Like, we're deep. We love the American scene. Yeah. But it happens here in Australia too, dude. Like, yeah. they, these guys do the same thing. Probably even nuts because I, I guess us Australians are a little bit more loose when it comes to things like that. Exactly. Like, yeah. Go through three vans to get to a national. Like, that's just out of control. So, um, now dude, look, we, we appreciate him for giving us the time. Um, he, he's a good dude. He, as I said, he was very, he's a very quiet kid, but he, and he's definitely genuinely sounds like he wants to help the sport just oh. as much as being in it. And like, you can hear dude, just the, the more so the love oh. that he's got for the sport. And that's, that's exactly what we need. And, and if we can, if we can be the people that bring them stories to the media. So over the America, it's easy. All them writers, the stories yeah. are going to get out, but these dudes, yeah. they have stories like that. Shit, yeah. I'll listen to it any day of the week. Dude, nah, that's that's why we started this whole program here is to is to talk about these guys and get them that exposure. Because as I said, like I've I've watched him for a kid, man. We didn't even get into his injury, that real bad neck injury he had. You know, yep. like there's so much to Joel's story. That's why I urge everyone to go and have a look at the the privateer to pro um a lot of his videos cover off on some of this stuff and and if it hasn't i'm sure in the future things will come down the pipeline but um we appreciate him for the time guys we're going to jump onto our last commercial break for the evening we're going to get our final guest on uh, mr john gurkey so we will be back very shortly uh with john gurkey sweet
Alrighty, guys. The Pro Powder Powder Coating, propowder.com.au. Adam's been doing powder coating for over 10 years. And Nick, we're out riding today. You see my motorbike. It Ooh, looks the business. I like it. I like it a lot. The black frame. Adam has done all of my frames on my motorcycles for the last six bikes I've had. He does a fantastic job. He does all different finishes, all uh, from, from a gloss down to a flat look. Um, but that's not all that Adam does. He also, they specialize in the mining, energy, agricultural, automotive, and engineering industry sectors. Um, so they're doing everything from your big tanks down to your ute trays, truck bodies, all sorts of stuff. Those guys knock it out of the park when it comes to powder coating, uh, and their slogan is protecting your investment. So the idea is that you put this stuff on and it lasts years and years and years before it even looks like coming off. And that frame looks fresh. And it looks fresh. So, I mean, for us here on the motorcycle side of things, if you're looking to get those frames powder coated, triple, cam- triple clamps redone, uh, cat clutch covers, cases, you know, swing arm, you know, the, the whole lot. If you're looking to get that redone in a different look, vintage motocross yeah, stuff. Yeah, well, that's another thing, like huge. It's huge at the moment and people mm. trying to get everything back looking original. No better way to do it than that. No better way. And Adam is all about supporting people that love the sport. He's uh, He had two daughters that raced and he loves the sport of motocross. So if you go down there with a motorbike frame, you'll probably... Talk to you for a good 20, 30 minutes about what you're doing with it and, and then knock you out a, a top-notch product that when you put that bike back together, people are going to think that rolled off the showroom floor. Ooh, I might go down there now. Mate, go down there and see them. Propowder.com.au. They're in uh, Argyle Street in Carroll Park. So if you're in the need for it, it's a little out of your way, definitely make the effort to go and see them because they are the top of the range uh, when it comes to powder coating needs and Adam and the team if you mentioned the Moto Limited show will help you out with whatever you need and try and do the best uh, best price they can does he, uh, does he have a website where I can see anything yeah propowder.com.au Ooh. let's go there And we are back here for show 24 of the Moto Limited show. And joining us on the phone, brought to you by Pro Powder Powder Coating. He is the clerk of the course for all MQ events here uh, for 2021. It's Mr. John Gerke. John, how are you? I'm great, thanks. Been watching your show. It's been really good tonight. Uh, that's a go, mate. We appreciate that. We've uh, had a couple of technical difficulties coming up, but uh, look, we're getting we're getting through it here slowly. <laughs> Trying to cramble as we go. <laughs> yeah, we're just making it happen. Hey, John, thanks for giving us your time tonight. Here, we um, we really appreciate it. Obviously, for us coming up is the 2021 first series will be the Sunshine State Motocross Series. Um, we just had a bit of a discussion to Joel Evans about the new layout and um, the race formats and everything like that. You've had a big hand in doing that. How has all that sort of come together here in the off-season? Yeah, it takes a fair bit getting that together because yep. naturally there's so many different ideas yep. that everybody wants to push and it's trying to blend it to try and come up with something that works. Um, every year we try something a little bit different. Yep. Um, we don't know what's right and what's wrong, so we try our best and then um, 
it up and see how it goes. Yeah, for sure. I mean, we were just talking about it. Like, there's, you know, round one for the for the MX One. There's a, a 20, 24 minute, a twelve minute, and a twenty minute moto. Like, very varied race lengths. But again, it gives the best of both worlds: a long moto for for those fitter guys, then for the faster guys, a nice short one, and then you know, a sort of in between. So it's in. We can see what you guys are trying to do is sort of create a you know a, a bit of an atmosphere at these events. Yeah, and it, it boils down to there's a lot of weekend warriors out there. I call them. Yep. Um, they're very passionate about the sport. Um, they can't do the thirty minute motos. Yep. But for them to go out and mix it for ten to twelve minutes, yep. they walk away for the day so happy. Yes. Yeah. See, that's it. Like I, I look at it as well as my perspective. Like. I'm not fit. I have a friggin' work how many days a week. I can't last 20 minutes. Yeah. I go there and do 12 I'll, minutes and not feel like I'm about to have a heart attack. I'm completely down for that. I thought you told me you only work one day a week. Yeah. Hey, we're not meant to blow that out, John. Just, just, <laughs> with, oh, with, okay. With it out, with it out. <laughs> okay, I attend work yeah. six days. I work maybe one. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, he's he's full of it here. He's full of it here. Now, look, we we're pretty pretty pumped to to have it back. I mean, the one thing I wanted to talk to you about is obviously the hurdles you guys had to overcome last year. You know, the series started. You got two rounds or one round in of the Sunshine State. Then obviously yep. COVID happened, and then the the lengths you guys had to go through to get this back up and running that must have been a feat in itself. Oh, it was. It it was weeks on end of constant work. Um, no one really knows what happened behind the scenes, but um, the amount of man hours to get it going, and yep. that's liaison with um, the Queensland Health, the Sports Bureau, um, the ambulance, because we even had to get them on board, the police. Yep. It was just so complicated. It took a lot of doing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, um, you know, obviously, Anne Polsoni was the you know a driving force in that, with the support of, of all of you know you guys that help out as well. Like, I just I I went to Toowoomba, and then obviously you know uh, the Queensland titles there at Harvey Bay, and just seeing the the stuff that had to go into it, and I got to sit you know on the Saturday night up there with a, with a couple of cold beverages, and and even still, you guys are, are working at like eight o'clock at night after the full day Saturday. You were all up there trying to figure out what needed to be done for Sunday, you know, all the what happened on the day of the Saturday and what needed to be fixed for Sunday. Like, there was just so much going on, and you guys just never switched off the whole weekend we were there. Yeah, and, and that's correct. And not only that, it's, it starts about three to four days ahead and yep. we don't switch off. There's multiple emails. And currently right now, we would have three to four emails a day just on basic stuff yep. without going into the detailed stuff. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, and that's a that's a big you know a big part of your job, obviously. Then is is getting all that done uh, for people that don't know what you know what does it take to become an MQ official first, and then from there, once you're an MQ official, like you know your job as the clerk, you know what does that entail? Yeah. A lot of people um, get into it when they when the kids are not in there. Yep. Um, I'm probably a little bit different. I started later. Yep. And I mainly, mainly came an official because just my love for the sport. Yep. Um, I had brother-in-laws that raced pro back in the days. Um, and it's just such a great sport. I wanted to help out. 
And the main thing is I treat all the riders like my, my family. So I want them to go home safe. I want them to come and have fun. So, And that's why I want to do it. I want to improve the sport and get it out there. Yep. It's taken a lot. And that's why I love your show and that because anything that gets the sport out there is a great benefit. Yeah. And like listening to Joel about the pros promoting it, it's massive. Yeah. And that's how V8 Supercars really went ahead is when they – the guys got on board and promoted it. And it's much the same being an official. You know, if you love the sport and you want to get out there and promote it and help it, that's all you really need. You don't – you'll learn on the – on the job yeah and it's just so good to see good racing and people to go home happy yeah I mean um, and we, I grew up in the sport we, we grew up in the sport and there's been a lot of officials that have sort of come and gone and Definitely, from what I've seen of your your style, you know, there's a lot of different styles of, of clerk of the course <laughs> sort of operators and and stewards and the like. You know, yours is yours is one as you said, like you treat everyone as an equal. You treat everyone as if they're your family, and ha- you know how they want to be spoken to is how you'd want to be spoken to. Like you you take that measure into it, and I think that's a great way because there's been officials before you that just come in with I'm the authority this is how it's happening get out of my way you know with that and that really gets everyone offside with the officials where with you you take everything on board that they have to say you go and get opinions you you form your own sort of analysis and then you know then from there you, you make your decision and, and you make calculated decisions so I really got to commend you on on your style of, of being the clerk of the course no oh, thanks for that <laughs> that's um, right. where, oh. I'll admit, riders make mistakes, and yeah. as officials, we make mistakes. Yeah. Um, we all try to do the best to get the day through. Realistically, the rider and the official, neither of us have much time to sort anything out during the day. Yeah. So it is a lot of ad hoc, and we just hope by the end of the day, it all evens out and it worked out fairly well. Yeah, that's yeah. exactly right. See, a lot of people also would know um, sort of the work you've done with Toowoomba, which is Echo Valley Raceway. Like, I can even vouch, like... If it's a, uh, a sunny state, we obviously have to prep the track into the night. It's nothing unusual to be prepping the track at 11 o'clock at night and something breaks and Johnny's the person we call. John's out there trying to fix things, trying to make magic happen, answering his phone. So it's like, it's uh, when it comes to the whole clerk of the course, he obviously does that, but there is so, so much more to it. Take us through like your weekly. How many how many hours a week do you would you say that you're, you're spending answering emails, making calls, organising stuff? for events uh, especially the week before we'd clock up 20 hours before we get to an event yep. um, and when it comes to event we, we work personally I work all Thursday night I leave early Friday morning work all Friday um, get into the event and then sort and everything out yep. and like Trent says we don't stop at night time we go through everything we Normally get back home on that Sunday night and just collapse when we get home. And yeah. then Monday, we're doing all the paperwork and getting everything off. So While running your own business at exactly the same time, so... That's right. Yeah. Yeah. As I said, I I think it's one of those, you know, one of those things that gets overlooked in our sport a little bit is obviously the work that goes on behind the scenes. And I mean, I'm guilty as of it as a rider, you know, it's just like, Oh, we show up at these events, we race, something goes wrong. And you're like, why is this like this? Well, you carry on. Then when you grow up, 
and you have a look behind the curtains and you realize the hours and the effort it's like I, that you know Nick and I were talking about guests for this show and he brought up your name and I was like yes we need to get you guys on as officials and have a chat about someone what, that yeah that yeah. doesn't know how much goes on in the background because it's ridiculous and, and as I said I got to peer behind the curtains this year and I was like holy like I was buggered and all I did all day was talk on a microphone like you guys are literally walking around talking to people yourself you're on the track off the track on the track you know moving around the whole time and I'm like I'm bugged just sitting here talking little like walking around all day and then you guys are still going into the night I'm like I'm, I'm gonna go to bed I'm tired <laughs> no and, and that's why we like to hear about Joel's stuff too yeah so it's all when you get to the higher level of anything that the extra work you have to do whether that's a rider or official just to get that sport going it's a lot more than anybody actually thinks about yeah yeah no for sure for sure you got anything else Nick a question I had here, and this will probably be a little bit hard for you to answer, but it comes from Maddie Hartwig, as we both know. But most memorable moment at an MQ event, can you think of one off the top of your head? At an MQ event? No, I think they all run into each other that much. <laughs> we've had so much fun at a lot of them, and yeah. it is. It's Even though official, we have a lot of fun. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I always get a laugh pulling a few bikes out of the mud every now and then, especially when the official falls in face first, which yeah, has yeah. happened numerous times. Yeah. So all you can do is laugh at that. Yeah. What's so what like again? It's really the same question, but what's the worst thing you've had to deal with at an event? You know that that sticks with you. That you know, looking back on it now, you're like, oh yeah, that that memory sticks out is probably one of the worst things I had to deal with. And then flip that. What's something that you always you know when you think about what you're doing on a race day makes you sh- makes you makes you, you yeah it makes you want to do it yeah yeah look it's probably when i see um a little kid hurt off the track yeah and he's just he was just getting ready and he fell down and he's broken his arm yeah i think how much of a bummer is that yeah yeah you know and he's held his cheek up um and i think when i see him come back that goes from my worst to the best when I see that kid as yep. happy as Larry because he got better and he got on a bike and he's now having fun. Yeah. Yep. So I see him from both extremes. Yeah, no. No, that's for sure. Uh, look, John, we've got a couple more questions here for you coming up. i got one. I'm going to open open a big old can of worms here. We've... <laughs> You and Nick have had the discussion personally. I was I was fortunate enough to have uh, an MQ uh, be at the MQ meeting the other day, uh, talking about the series and that. Uh, is obviously having fifties at the Sunny State events. Um, they got sort of taken out, uh, and now they're back in for selected rounds. I can see the merit behind it, but I mean, I put forward, you know, that maybe we should look at taking the fifties out because it is meant to be a senior series, and it always was. Um, what sort of your opinion on, you know, what side of the fence do you stand on with that? My side of the fence is uh, the Sunny State is a senior event. Yeah. And we've got to promote it as a senior event. Yeah. Um, and naturally, even as you know, there's a, there's a lot of people in that committee room. Yeah. Um, so we've got to go through everything. Yep. We don't always agree. There's a lot of different views. Mm-hmm. Um, but my view is the Sunny State is a senior event. I want to see it prepped through a national standard. Yeah. And I, I want to see that. So. Yeah. 
yeah. it's just one of those things we've got to work around with those smaller bikes. Um, they go give it one more go. Yeah. Um, and the reason being is they want to give it one more go is people coming along and yeah. they want to look up the other sports. But at the same time, they've got to reckon, realise that this is a senior event. Yeah. And it, it might be the best way, but it's where we've got the in front of us now, so we've just got to work to it. Yeah. And see what we can pull off. Well, I mean, it was always, I mean, for 20 plus years before it changed and 50s got introduced, they were never a part of the series. Yeah. So, SEQ was, like, SEQ was a where you went, and then when you felt yep. good enough, you do the Shell well, series. When you got on a 65. Yeah. I mean, I never raced a 50, so I missed out on my brother. Race 50s. He missed out on the sunny states until he was big enough for a 65 and he stepped up and I got to race the, the sunny states. And that was always a thing. And then it made him hungry because he was like, I want to get here. Yep. And that's what I think yeah. is, is, I mean, I've been on this rant two hundred times is it's, we, it's becoming the nanny state where everyone gets a freaking trophy and nobody earns anything anymore. And it's like, we had to earn our position to get into that series. Then we have to earn our results. And, you know, now there's, you know, putting grading in at sunny states and things like that. I'm like, that wasn't what that, it, it, it was meant to be a step between our state level stuff and the nationals, but that gap is getting further and further apart. And that's what, what you guys are trying to create. And we've had this conversation is trying to close that gap a bit more, make it a senior event for our, you know, top riders of our sport to go on to a national and make that gap a little bit smaller rather than it being such a huge, huge leap for, for somebody like Joel of a privateer nature. Like he's actually going to be hopefully riding on deeper, rougher, harder tracks this year because it's not being prepped for the little bikes. Yeah. And that's that's great. That's and I and we've had this conversation, and I, I mean we can go on for hours, but I don't want to piss too many people off, I guess. But that's the, I mean that the, again, that's the behind the scenes look. Like that conversation has been had by a group of of uh, committee members uh, at MQ, and and you know the, the you guys are always trying to better, better the sport. Yeah, and. Like I say, I sit on the fence on both sides because I love the little kids because yep. I know they're the future of the sport. Yeah. But I also um, like the senior events, and that's why I work at the nationals too because I just want to see that that pure, hard yep. sport. You got to earn it type racing where people go. That's the top level. One day I want to get there. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I mean, I, people could say, "Oh, you you don't have kids. You wouldn't understand." I have two kids. I have a I have a little fella that's on a sixty five, and if he wanted to go race sunny states, I could take him. He's not ready for a sunny state, and I know he's not ready. And you know, my daughter's on a on a Wee fifty. You take her to something? No, I'll take her to if she wants to race. I'll take her to these events. I know what the stepping stones are because we've grown up in the sport. We need yep. to get that back and people understand these are the stepping stones you need to take. My kids are going to earn their way into this spot. They're not just going to be like, here, you know, here it is and here's a trophy for being here as well. I remember back like uh, sort of like we started off doing the SEQ series. My dad put me in it because yep. obviously we took care of racing and stuff like that and I sort of got to tag along. It was like when I was younger, when you went to the Shells, it was just like, wow, there's Daniel yes. Reed. Daniel yes. Reed's riding the Shell series. Yes. He's like, he's in a van. Like that's so cool. Yep. And it was sort of, it's like an excitement to go ride a shell around. It was just yep. like, what are you doing this weekend? I'm doing the shell. Oh, wow. 
that's yep. like and I was like I lived it through another one of my mates Warwick when he started doing it mm-hmm. it was the same thing again yep. but now it's as you just enter the thing it's, it's what you go do my my quote was a glorified club day well there's there's no real point of having the SEQ well I mean there's no point of the sunny state either at a point yep. let's just go race club days and, and be done but, as I said John we're going to go on a tangent here we don't want to get you too involved with that stuff but <laughs> you know we again that's the sort of our opinion and, and we appreciate obviously the the effort that you guys are putting in you're taking on these opinions and getting all sides of it and then as a collective group um, putting one foot in yeah, the right direction and that is again with going back to that schedule that's what you guys have done there you've taken the opinion of the survey and everything you set out at the end of last year and collected that information that's sort of what's molded this um, schedule we've got here in 2021 yeah, and like you say, it's it's a lot of give and take. Yeah. Um, and I don't know whether we're right. It's we've we seem to take you know ten steps forwards, five steps back each year. Yeah. Um, trying to sort it out, but um, and that's we, the same thing. Like you, you can't please everybody. No, you never. You never. You're never going to. Yeah. Yeah. Um, the one good thing I have heard is. Um, there's a lot of lower grade riders that said after last year because they they watch these pro blokes um, yep. ride so well. Yeah, they're going to coaching schools and they said they want to get better because they saw how they rode and yes. that's, that's their goal for the year. That's yeah, it. but again, uh, the, play devil devil's advocate on that one. We need to make it appealing for the pros to show up too. That's and that's what you know. Again. I've I've discussed a lot as a, as a we need to provide an event where these pro guys will show up so we can get those lower level guys to watch and go I want to get better I want to go to there and it all builds the sport up from from there so we need to get our top guys in so that everyone else underneath that can look at something and go that's where I want to go that's what I want to be Yeah that's right Yeah 100% So John last question for me what are you looking forward to? What round are you looking forward to most coming uh, this season? What's what's the one track that sticks out which is going to be a good time for you? Um, it's a bit hard. A couple of tracks I really want to go to we can't go to, but <laughs> um, I'm looking forward to Warwick because it's gone backwards. Yep. yep. Um, but there'll be no one that's really got an advantage there. Yep. It's going to be a little bit different. Um, the club seems to be putting really good effort in, so it could be really interesting. So I've got some some high hopes for that round. That's it. And also, and obviously, Toowoomba, because you get to sleep in your own bed at that one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's, um, I am a uh, gecko bandit, if you want to call it that. <laughs> I might, I might, <laughs> I even, I might even jump in a machine that day. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Super yeah. kickers from Nick Still. Dot <laughs> com. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that's a go. All right, John, well, we've taken up um, a fair chunk of your time. We do appreciate you for coming on the show. And as I say, give us that insight into to sort of what an MQ official is all about, or I guess an MA official would be all very, very similar. Yep. Um, do, mate, we appreciate your time, and hopefully we can uh, chat to you a bit more here in the future as we get racing in 2021. No worries, and I appreciate what you boys are doing for the sport. No, we appreciate that. All right, John, we'll awesome. talk to you. Thanks, John. Cheers. Okay. Thank you. Catch Bye. John Gurkey. That's insight. That's insight. That's that, what we want. But it's like, I can relate so much to John 
for the simple fact, like, dude, he taught me how to drive a tractor. Yeah. Taught me how to prep tracks. Yeah. Was like, that's having him and he literally sort of gave me a machine at a big, a big, Mm. A big artwork, a big piece of blank canvas. Yeah. You go do what you want, and that's sort of where I learnt a lot of skills to drive a machine. And that's legitimately what I do now to make money. Yeah, that's my life. Yeah, so I can relate to John so much with that. But it's like I've seen firsthand the amount of shit he does. Oh, I do. I mean, and I, yeah, to go to an event on the weekend and get yelled at, sweared yeah. at for the track or for it raining, mm. like, dude, I. Yeah, I, I can't. Yeah, I would lose it. Yeah, yeah I do. As I said, like I've seen, I've, I've peeked behind a curtain. I've, I've done all that. It's, it's, uh, yeah, it's tough, man. It, 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 I really feel for him. I do. Again, appreciate what he does, and I mean, not only him, but the whole team around the Sunshine State yep. Series. And Paul Sony is obviously race secretary. She's she, man, she grinds. I, uh, you know, hopefully one day we can get her on and have a chat about sort of her job because, dude, I know. Like, like I talk to her pretty often trying to get the live announcing stuff set up and yeah. everything for the events. Like she's just grinding day in, day out to do this. And you know, it's a, it's a thankless job. I would imagine there's not too many people that, you know, g- give her props too often, you know, which I think she deserves more yeah. than what she gets. So, uh, her and John and there's, there's a whole bunch, there's a whole crew and I'm, yeah. I'm missing out a bunch and I don't want to, you know, I appreciate all of them because That's again, and, and like without these people, these events don't, we don't have a sport. We, yeah. Don't have a sport. So we need to start appreciating our, you know, these guys and especially good ones like John, like we've seen some terrible clerks and some terrible stewards yeah. over the time. So to have a guy like that, yeah, as he said, he'll never get it. 100% right but we all make mistakes and you're never you're never going to please and you ne- so you, j- you just give majority try, majority yeah. of what people you could, like you could have worse <laughs> yeah, that, that's exactly right there can always be worse it can always, there can be, always be 2014 shell series uh, which uh, someone forgot to turn sprinkles off yeah there's plenty of them yeah. alright well let's uh, let's move on with the rest of the show thank you everyone for sticking around through this we've uh, we've managed to get through it we appreciate all the the comments coming through keep them running we've got to have a little bit more Supercross talk here coming up. Some down to the business end of Down to the business end of the show. We are... We get deep. The next time we're back, Nick, Supercross will be... Round one will be done. We'll be able to talk about it. We'll actually have racing to discuss. And I'm just amped. I cannot even put into words. Yeah. So going back to what you were saying just before about naming people that obviously are going to help with the Sunnies. John, just sent me a message here saying we will be bringing 37 people to help run each round of the Sunnies. That's 37 people that have a family, they have a job yeah. and they're choosing to do that. Volunteer their time. To help the sport. Like that's incredible. 100%. I mean, there's uh, again, like oh, <laughs> I don't know how much of uh, I'm allowed to say of what's coming for the Sunny State Series. Obviously, I'm... I and us here as a collective are really working on trying to promote the media side of it. Um, me being on the microphone the whole time. Hopefully people, I guess if you're watching this, you're not <laughs> sick of my voice um, or listening to this. But, you know, I'll be at these events trying to pump it up, promote it. Yeah. Interview writers, trying to get a little bit more of that media side into the sport. Um, but, I mean, they're, they're setting up trade alleys. Uh, they've got, you know, 
Ty from Guillotine Boxing has, has put his hand up to volunteer his time to do that. Um, there's so many trade stalls going in, which is cool. Like, you're going to actually be able to go through a trade alley, have a look at these different products, test stuff, try yeah. stuff. Just get some stickers to post yeah, on the car. Like, yeah, but just yeah. actually have something at the event to be looking at. And there's, there's a lot of different things as well in the background that I sort of know are coming, but I haven't seen announced yet. So I don't want to bring too much up. But they're, you know, the the whole crew behind this series and the queen, this leads into the Queensland titles as well. They're really, really trying to make it better and yep. make it an event rather than because the comment of mine of this is a, just a glorified club day. I, I, I mean, from what I've seen, I guess stung because yep. they're trying to change that. That's it. it all, it was sort of wheels in motion before I went into that meeting, but I really went in strong with the fact that we need to make this special again Yeah. because it's lost that. And, yep. uh, you know, you and I have been there when it's special, you know, and again, it was not fancy stuff. It just yeah. had something. It had that feel about it. And that's what I need to get back, that feeling of like, this is somewhere where I can showcase yep. my talent yep. or I can watch the best showcase. Yep. I'm excited talent. to go to the next round. Yep. And like, and I just, just sort of can't, like 37 people, that's that's people that... Oh, that's a lot of people. That's oh, I incredible. Guess and hopefully, yeah, <laughs> you're one of them. <laughs> one so, yeah. you can't get any, you can't give any insights, but I can sort of give one insight to something that's coming. What's that? That is Joey Sabachi whole shot at Houston one. All right, let's get into this Supercross talk. We're gonna we got a little video here for our live streamers. Um, bit of a bit of a preview to the Supercross. So stick around, watch this, and we'll be back to talk more Supercross after this. As shocked as I am, just not only for the sport's sake, but just the world's sake, like where we are right now. We're we're on lockdown. Like five days, it's an entirely different world. unprecedented historic run to the Supercross Championship. Seven races over three weeks contested on Sundays and Wednesdays and an intense battle on NBC Sports. Supercross is back. Supercross is back. Tingles. Does that give you chills? Tingles, bud. I am amped. There's a lot of AC9 in there every time he came on the screen. If you could have heard in studio, just got a little excited. He's 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 my man. He is my man. But, I mean, for those who uh, listen along to previous shows, we obviously did our 450 preview pod, and uh, we had the one and only Daniel Blair on. We made a bet. 
We made a whole shot bet. You that did. I will win. You did. You actually, you and I made the bet. Daniel we came made it during in the on week, it. didn't we? Yeah, we made it previous. We made it previous. You come on then to that show, come in hot, brought it up. DB was on your side, and um, you were, uh, yeah, you were. Got me. Um, I'm AC. You two as Savachi. Five dollar bet on. So. We're not going to throw that out to everyone else, but if you's uh, if you want to jump on the winning team, Team Seven if you if you want to drop the seven, carry the one. Oh come on! If you want to <laughs> throw in the comment section there, who you think's going to hole shot Houston one, we'll uh, throw it up in the show here as we we get through talking about a few different things. But go. So one of the things, obviously, that come out this week yes. was Shane McArath out. He is out. He shoulder. I want to say it was shoulder. Yes. Yes. So that's a bit of a blow for um, MCR straight up. Can you imagine, like, if old Justin Hill rocks up with an MCR bike at <laughs> Houston? Dude, that'd be that'd be out of control. I mean, obviously they can, I wouldn't say afford it, but they added an extra rider to the team. So really they're just back to the same team that they had last year. Yep. Um, with three rider outfit. So it sucks for it sucks for Shane though. Like, I mean, this is his. I guess his break, you would call it, in the 450 class. He's, you know, out of the 250 class, got a 450 ride. He really wanted to show what he can do, and and this is a pretty major setback yeah. for a guy who, I, I mean, I wouldn't say it's do or die, but a little bit. I think he needs to, his first year obviously needs to be, it needs to be solid mm-hmm. because that's going to help with his foundation for whatever happens. Like, we don't, yeah. like, I would want to be at the first round because... Uh, if I was a betting man, I put this series, something bad happens or it, it just, something something just goes wrong. Like yeah. there will be, obviously with COVID and everything like that, it's going to be chaos. So yeah. I, was, I was reading on a, an article the other day that it said, oh, we're going to treat every race like it's their last. Yeah. So obviously for Eli and Daytona last year, that worked. But it's... And that, that sort of goes back to the whole COVID thing as well. Like, have you heard the list of riders that went out and got COVID? Yeah, you told me about that. I hadn't seen it. I, I heard um, Amart got it and stuff. Savachi, Tickle, like... Oh, dude. And when I spoke to you, because, like, it, you know, Amart did the interview on Pulp, and, and I said, did you listen to it? And he's like, yeah. And I'm like, how crazy that they just gloss over the fact that yeah. he lost his sense of smell. Yeah. Like, I don't know if it's permanent loss or if it's just... I couldn't taste anything. Dude, that's fucking... Something's wrong if you can't taste and anything. And then these guys are like, oh, they're lucky ones because they've gone out and got it. Now yeah, they don't have well, to get tested. Cooper come out the other day and was just like, oh, I consider them the lucky ones because they've got it. I was like, but, that's crazy. But th- th- the weird thing is, and this is what the sport seems so weird to me, is someone like uh, like Savachi, Tickle and all them, uh, Ferrandis, Yeah, they caught COVID and... I didn't read about it. Nah, nobody heard about it. But in the NBA, someone catches COVID. Holy shit! Yeah, but yeah, my. I mean, this 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 conversation is different next week. Yeah. Oh, 100%. Like that brings me to another question I have for you: is come next Monday night. Yeah. What are we talking about? What's the biggest? What's the biggest downer? That's the first one. What's the biggest downer next Monday night? I guess the biggest downer is is. Um, I guess injuries. Who yep. like who picks up an injury and and we don't have seven days turnaround. To, yep. We're we're back Wednesday for us, Tuesday for them. Back Tuesday racing again. Yeah. Like who's going to be able to do that? 
Um, and in the same breath, I guess we talked about at the start of the show, who who doesn't make the main in yeah. the 450 class? 250 class, man, we still don't know who's freaking racing. That, that's like, <sighs> fucking why is it such a fucking secret oh, of who is racing? Like, it's I would, so... I would put, I'd put five dollars right now. You're gonna laugh me for making more jokes. I'm for making more bets, but obviously, I reckon we will see Austin Faulkner and Jet. They will be first round. We've, we know that already. We're yeah. 99% sure. Like, just put them two out there. Th- maybe throw Moseman in the mix. That's enough for me. Yeah, you gotta throw have, them in the track. You're going to have a star Yamaha rider, a Martin, or a, I, I, I believe. I think it's going to be Craig. I don't know. Because East is going first. Yeah. Yeah. So I reckon he'll still rave wet, even though it means nothing. I still reckon that Christian will race west. Yeah. Just, I don't know. I just, I feel he'll well, race west. Well, it's not really west. It's That's right. East, but middle. he's a west coast guy. Yeah. Winning it. If he wins it, he wins his west coast championship. Yeah, blah, blah, blah. I, I, I don't know. I just have a feeling that you're going to see like J-Mart and then I hear because Cooper. But see, the thing is like Cooper and Colt Nichols is pretty good. So you might see those two. Um, and then one of their 17 <laughs> rookies. Um, um, and like, that's like, surely are they like just fucking chartering a plane? Yeah. They can be just <laughs> private flying everywhere, but like, okay. And from Mitch Payton's uh, PC team, yeah. who will join Austin? I think they'll put the rookie. I think. Mm. Hamaker, and he's only got three rounds. He's out. Yeah. Or they, or they, I wouldn't say ice him, but they, they ice him. Till West Coast, just I think to give him a little bit more. I don't know. I think they will run him first because if an injury comes, they need to rest him before outdoors. Mm, and being yeah. a rookie coming into Supercross, I can sort of just see. I, I, I could go with that theory too, but then it's, you know, these guys and these teams base everything off Supercross. Yeah. So that, Yeah, that's it. Supercross is their bread and butter. So, I mean, if they're like, all right, well, we can, you know, we can give him... I think it was it three more weeks or something like that, or four weeks or something till West goes. Um, let's give him four more weeks of leave him in Cali, give him four more weeks, trying to grind out motos, blah, blah, blah. Or again, they could flip it. Austin's not a hundred percent ready. Um, you know, uh, Shimoda might need a little bit more. Like, I mean, yeah, see, they Smith, might run Shimoda. They, they mate, might run Shimoda East. And I mean, again, it comes down to, I guess if you're Mitch, you're looking at, you're looking at Faulkner and Smith as your title contenders. Yes, correct. So you're, you're gonna not going to run them together. Them. That's yeah, exactly. right. So you're going to find one of them going first. And I mean, if Austin's not a hundred percent, I guarantee you they put him on the West Coast yeah, to give him a bit more time because they are he's their championship guy. Yeah. Then you'll see Smith East and then it'll be a, a Shimoda or a Hamaker and that's where you might find Hamaker getting a little bit more time. Shimoda, you've had a rookie season. Uh, it's like I haven't in. seen much of Hamaker. <laughs> like, and even this is going back to what Daniel Blair said, this year round or not this year, actually this season round, yeah. uh, California's less important. Yeah. The test tracks are less important. Yeah. So it's just, and like that might be a thing. Like these guys might be riding these test tracks. Well, they obviously they do ride the test tracks, H1, H2, Cowie track, everything like that. Yeah. They may get to Houston and their setup's going to be completely wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Because obviously they're going from hard pack, they're going inside, it's going to rut up, it's going to get rough. Yeah. And like, 
uh, I don't know about you, but I seen it's actually snowing there at the moment. Mm. So the dirt's out there; it's getting wet. Yeah, they don't start building the track till tomorrow, I believe. Yeah, okay. I'd you'd imagine that. Uh, yeah, I guess they might have it in a bit earlier. If they knew snow was coming, you you'd think hope so. You'd like to think they would. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I mean, yeah. I, it's dude. It is so interesting. Again, like we we've speculated our way through the two fifty class. Um, it's just going to be. I mean, ultimately, one thing we know for certain is that we're going to have Jet Lawrence running a Red Bull helmet first round at Houston 1. Yeah. We know that. I, like, you can stamp that, take that to the bank, whatever you want to do with it. Hunter is not ready. No. So well, has, has Hunter been riding? Yeah, I presume so. Yeah. You haven't seen it, but I presume so. Yeah. Um, from the last interview we did, he was on the bike, but yeah. just motocross. But yeah. Jet will be Jet will be there. Um, and then from there, let's just throw darts at a wall and see who sticks. But uh, it, you know, that, that's a class we we can talk about later. But once we get that's that's I think that's the part I'm most excited about for Houston one is getting to actually talk about the 250 class, actually knowing who riders yeah, are. Yeah, that's exactly right. Actually previewing the West Coast, like getting 100 percent answers. I mean. It's just so frustrating, and I didn't realize how frustrating it was until we started this, yep. and we had to talk about it, how frustrating it is that we do not know who's riding yep. in these cars. Um, Styles Robertson, I believe he's going east, Yeah, from what I've heard. Um, who else we got here? Well, that's another thing, too, was this Team Solitaire Nuclear Blast Yamaha. They're not obviously got Tanty, because Tanty's going to stay in Australia, mm-hmm. as we know. Uh, Robbie Wageman, I somewhat remember him. Mm. from last year but it's just like uh, Pierce Brown and Michael Moseman I believe Moseman's going to go first yeah I'd imagine because he's ready but yeah. it's just it, it, I don't know it, we could be talking about something completely different on yeah. Monday night than we are now yeah. and it's that's exo- That's what Supercross is and that's what Supercross is I mean the other thing is that 450 class I mean we've we've gone through this time and time again we had those comments rolling through we man they were they were awesome have we had any comments about who they think's gonna nothing as of yet no whole shots alright nobody wants nobody no, nobody wants to call out nobody wants to call out Savachi nah. otherwise you know it's, it's gonna happen <laughs> so <laughs> blocked yeah you're gone so yeah. give me a rough pick of who you're gonna support in your fantasy uh, fantasy class for H1 we talked about this before the start of the show, and it is very difficult to do without seeing the handicaps. Yes. Uh, and again, with that comes also the all-stars. Uh, who's going to be all-stars? I'd, I'd imagine it'd be top nine, but then at the same time, I'm pretty sure AC finished 13th in the championship. Um, you'd imagine he'd have to be in there as an all-star. Yes. Um, so it's pretty hard. I mean, it, it, again, if it was me... I'm probably going to jump on the AC first to finish line. He's going to be my all-star pick. I mean, you just... First to finish line is a safe bet for AC. I, I can I can call yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And he's going to be my all-star. Back of that, dude, it is like picking fantasy from what I know. I haven't played it, but from what I know, I need to see practice times and I need to see... I just need to see them on the track yep. before I'm going to pick a team. Like, I'm probably going to have a Wednesday team once they come out, yep. which is a Thursday team for us. So I'm going to call it a Thursday team. I'm probably going to have a Thursday team just by looking at the handicaps. But until they get on the track, as I said, it's going to be so hard because here we are at the start of the show talking about potentially having Brendan Hartraff not make the main. And yep. his handicap isn't going to be ridiculous. No, that's right. 
So the big handicaps, if they're behind him and he doesn't make the main, there's not much. It's going to be tough, but I need to see them and I need to see some riding. My Wednesday team, dude, it's going to be sketchy. Whereas if it pays off, user in trouble. If it doesn't pay off, I'm fucked. (laughs) (laughs) Putting putting it very bluntly, but like... You're you're the one talking up a big game here. You could just... Hey, mate, I've got nothing on dark side. Yeah, he's already... He's already clocked in. He's already clocked in. So, again, guys, we've, we when you jump on there, com, you can have a look in our league and who's in there already. It is free. It is free. So. Get in. This is going to be the fun part. We're going to dedicate a section of this show every week uh, just talking about our fantasy picks, our scores, um, and then if you're in the in the live chat hit us up with yours if you've done better um, we'll obviously be able to see the league and, and see who's in front again with this league guys we didn't really talk about this on the top end of the show we kind of rushed through it we are working on prizes for fantasy uh, championship winning the Supercross Championship, winning the Motocross Championship. Highest points that are, et cetera, et cetera. Things like that. As we go along, we're, we're trying to work on potentially weekly weekly giveaways. We, we're a small show, so we're not we're not running on a huge budget here. Yeah. So we're, we're trying to get what we can. Um, I've talked to the guys at Lincoln International. We've got a bunch of TCX stuff to give away. Um, and potentially... Trying to work on a deal to get a set of boots to give away, which yep. could go to fantasy or just could go to the listeners who ride into the show. We're, we're working on that. Yep. We've got to seal that deal first, but little teaser for everyone. That could be coming. Um, uh, got a couple of sponsors that before the show went to air sent us through a proposal for coming on board. We could have some new show sponsors come next show. And with that could come some more awesome giveaway products as well. So we are working tirelessly to try and get you guys uh, who are OG listeners of the show. Some, some, some awesome uh, products, some awesome gear, things like that, as well as um, jumping onto this fantasy league as well. We'll, uh, you know, We'll also help out. We'll be giving stuff away. I see a few different names. Nick's just pulled it up on the screen here. A few different names of people. Elms, you're getting docked. Um, yeah, Elms, is, Elms run last year. So in the league so far, we've got Darkside and Elmsley, who played last year. So they're already uh, they're already a step above us. And Darkside is that dude. He's at the races. He can see stuff go down. So uh, expect some last-minute you know, team changes. Keep an eye on his. Uh, but no, it's cool to see a couple of different people in there um getting involved again it's free to play guys get involved with it we this is probably going to be the most exciting part of the year for us we're gonna be in here gonna tell our moods when we get into the show here we'll depend on our fantasy scores it's if i don't show up um shit's gone south with 17 <laughs> here but what he else hasn't mentioned is if you back the number 17 you get one extra point from us oh, <laughs> yeah you can work that out i did not <laughs> get involved with that that is too technical um couple of other bits of news we haven't touched on is uh, Chase Sexton getting the claw. We sort of briefly touched on that at the top end of the show. I like it. I, it's so dif- I. it's different. Most Honda riders have had Red Bull backing and only goes to show with um, just goes to show with them also Red Bull signing uh, Jet. Yeah. Drew a blank then. Um, you know, Jet and also Kenny. Uh, Red Bull. So you, you know, you would be under the assumption that 
Chase would go down that route. So it's very different to see a claw. But it's funny how strict Honda are with that. Oh, yeah. With their branding, like the yeah. jersey, there is no monster claw on his jersey. It's the big Honda wing. Well, it's funny. I was told about this probably four or five weeks ago before it before it happened and like I wasn't told who it was I just got told that there was going to be a helmet change and as soon as I heard that I was like Red Bull yeah Red Bull for sure I did not see this one coming at all yeah it, it, I mean it again it just goes to show how cool um our sport is and and how much these energy drinks are getting involved i mean i've, I've heard chat if the energy drinks go away the sport goes away which I, is i i agree that i'm sorry a but. little bit a little bit but i think you'll find a, a conversation i heard and i really i should have remembered who it was to quote him because it was a really good um chat it, their thing was like it'll just be something else like mobile um, you know, yeah. one mobile company will get involved, then all the other mobile companies. It's just like Monster Energy got involved. Rebel initially got involved with yep. Supercross. Then Monster Energy jumped on board to outdo them, and then they all just try to outdo themselves in this in this sport. You'll find something else will come in, and then all of the other brands or the same um, of the same genre will be involved, and it'll it'll grow. But yep. I mean, the demo that that these energy drinks are targeting are the ones that are a part of Supercross. Exactly. So it, it's, and, yeah. and going back to Chad, like, did you see the, uh, the, the, the photo of the KDM 450 in the box, man? Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't. Well, I've been, I've been busy, mate. I've been you grinding. Have been busy. Where, where do we, he, do you see him at Houston? <sighs> He hasn't said anything. That's he's not racing. That's no, he's not racing. He's opening ceremonies, maybe. Yep. But he's not racing. He's done racing. Does Kenny wear a suit to, to the to the press conference on Friday? What did I hear about that? There is going to be a press conference, but it's it's going to it's it's not a Zoom one. I think it's or is it a Zoom one? Um, from what I've heard, it's going to be a Zoom one. Yeah. So you probably you, won't. If you, you just sit might. In. <laughs> I don't know. You might. <sighs> what? Nah. What? Nah. What are you doing? Nah, I can't do it. I won't break. All right, that. good. Keep it to yourself. I'll keep, I'll keep that one on the download. Keep that. We haven't confirmed that one yet. But uh, no. It's, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, 99% done. Well, it's 99% done. Here we are having a, we're on a live show and we're having a dribble conversation to ourselves about absolutely nothing while there's people on that camera there looking at us thinking, what the hell are these two dribblers on about? Do you want to break it or not? I mean, if it's done, you're the one that's been working on this on the background. You're well, the I, one that can... I haven't got the four ticks, but I've got three ticks. Well then, till we get the four ticks, it's going to stay a teaser for the If, if for you the viewers. keep getting lippy... Carl Latimer will be on the phone. Fucking Latimer. He's, he's not scared. Not scared. All right. Nah. But going back off that, let's um the the more people we get in fantasy, the the better it's going to be. So jump on pulpandmixfantasy.com. Um, go to create uh, a profile. It's going to ask you if you want to pay for the actual league. Like a lot of messages I got was people like, how much is buying? It's nothing. It's completely free to play with us. So you can skip the page where it asks you to buy and then fly over to leagues, obviously. Type in Moto Limited Show and then click join. It's simple as that. And we're, ch- we're chatting about it on the show. Um, getting it done. Look, we've been on we've been on here now for a couple of hours. We appreciate everyone being on involved with us. We 
probably need to wrap this one up. We've we've got through all this stuff. The biggest, my biggest uh, note here was just you grinding out motos. Um, we're probably gonna have to grind out some motos Saturday. Where are we going? Oh, I'm meant to be busy Sunday, but I'm gonna have to cancel that. Where are we going? Well, I don't know, but Supercross Sunday. Yeah, are you coming to mine? I don't know. Stu put on a comment there as well. I heard seen before, and he was like, he was like, "Where's the Supercross watch party?" It is. I'm, I'm okay to travel. If White Claw is sponsoring, I'm attending. We might have to set up the new studio with a, like, hangout zone. That'd be cool. Couch. The couch. We'll call it the couch. Jet. I'm just more excited not to call it the hot box. Yeah, the hot box will be gone. Hot box ain't too bad tonight. It, probably, it was actually. It's decent. <laughs> a little bit decent. But it's funny, though. You're going to have to share your new studio with uh, Jess's new car, so... Oh yeah, that's you only got limited room because the pride and joy is going in there. Big so. shout out to Jess for what do we have? What do we have for dinner? <laughs> Dude, it was good. <laughs> yeah, was it? Um, you can't remember, can you? Oh, it's what it's ch- nah, chicken tikka masala, wasn't it? <laughs> Fucking what? I don't know. <laughs> Say that three times quickly. Yeah, uh, it was some chicken and rice. Dude, it was good. Deal. You were like in love. Nick loves coming here Monday night shows. Dude, it's the best feed I get. Yeah, you get fed well. Jess is a Jess is a trooper and I do appreciate her giving us the time. Uh, she was out grinding in the shed, painting your new studio, mate. Yeah, she's out there painting a new studio, so we got to give her a shout out that she's uh, she's she's on board with the Motor Limited show, yep. getting the new studio up. She'll get this old studio here, will become her, her office yep. again. Uh, she won't be tripping Handle over. the business needs. <laughs> be tripping over <laughs> microphones laptops and, and soundboards so last week you hit me with a bit of a personal one all right so it's my turn this week oh, oh people want to hear this do they i don't know are we gonna have one of these where, like where we dribble with each other again yeah, <laughs> the biggest goal for 2021 in your personal life trent what is it uh i mean Changes, changes. Uh, ultimately, is this this whole thing here? Like, this is we have conversations daily about multiple times daily <laughs> about how committed. Like, I'm I'm all in on this. This has been something out of the box for me. As Joel said on his, you know, it's kind of weird and and hard to put yourself out there and. Now that I feel like we're getting out there and people are knowing us, it's it's weird, but I, I kind of love it. I like interacting with our listeners. I like interacting with people that just love the sport. Yep. I mean, 2020, we ticked off some goals that were probably going to be 21 goals, mainly talking to Daniel Blair. Cool guy. <laughs> um, Did that, you hear him mention your name again the other day? Yeah, and Darkside. Darkside um, is a legend. Like, yeah, that's a, a quick helping. a quick shout out because I know Darkside listens to all our shows and everything mm-hmm. like that. Dude, he is a massive help to everything we do, uh, and there is a strong chance that I wouldn't be sitting here if it wasn't for him. I mean, yeah. I mean, <laughs> this show wouldn't look like this, yeah. I guess, if it wasn't for him, then getting you involved here. Like, there's so much. It, it stems from so much, but just the people I've met in the last six months of doing this has been out of control, or the guests we've had on the show, like, you know, and just the more, the things we got planned in the future, like, it's just, the biggest goal for me is just to grow this new studio, um, get into the nationals of our nationals here. I mean, ultimate goal, this is more a 2022 goal because it's not going to happen this year. I want to go to Supercross in America. Like, yep. that's a dream of mine since I was a, 
a kid. I mean, people who know me know that I just, all I've wanted to do is go to America. Like I, I mean, it's just my dream, you yep. know, and, and that's, that's, that's a big goal, I guess for 2022. But I, again, it's going to lead off the hard work that you and I are putting in here. Um, you know, Time will come. for this, Time will um, come. That's, that's more show related personally. I mean, you know, I, I just want to spend, spend as much time as I can with my family, set them up with the best, um, that I can take them riding more often. Um, which has been lacking here a bit lately because we've been working motos. cranking motos. But I mean, I want to get a uh, little fellow only 65, just, yep. you know, moto. And I love watching him moto and, uh, my daughter, she's mental dude. Like <laughs> out of control. when she gets like, when you actually get her on the bike, you never get her off. And she just goes full send <laughs> and you're just like, Bob, there's like breaks. Don't worry about them, Dad. Just steer in. Just boiled tip it. Yeah, boiled. she boiled Is a drop break. No. You can, you can, you're you're to blame. I'm the blame. She don't she don't boil them, mate. She don't use them. Um, <laughs> you know. And then my wife Jess, you know, she's I taught her, been teaching her how to ride, and she's been getting better. And let's, I just that's the stuff I want to do. Let's just pause. Pause. Pause right there. Let's let's rewind. Uh, what ten days. So we we go to QMP on a Wednesday. <laughs> anyway, obviously it rained the night before. It was like they had 20 mil of rain the night before. When and getting onto the track, okay, you're gonna go through a pretty big, pretty big. What would you call it? A puddle, mud hole? Yeah, it was. It was like a lake. It was like a lake. It was deep. And and Jess seemed a little bit worried about it. She, that's the one thing she hated. And I was like, yeah. okay, sweet. We all went out there together. You went first. Jess went in the middle. I went behind. I was like, okay, if she if she drops it or anything like that, like I can stop. I can help her up. And and get her out of this bog. Following her in, you like just cruise through. I was like following her. Dude, she freaking launches it. <laughs> launches it into this water and just fucking covers me <laughs> head to toe in water and turns around and giggles at me. <laughs> I was just like, and you were worried about that? I was like, I nearly went down. Uh, <laughs> did it? Did you teach her that? No, nah, I didn't teach her that. There, there's, there is one thing I want to bring up here on the show too. I'm, I'm, we're calling you out tonight Uh-oh. for all your comments. There is one thing. There's been two times we've been riding here in the last 10 days. This is not going to be good. You, f- you disappear. I have never seen you on a track. I get out there and I'm like, all right, I'm going to go find Nick. I'm going to ride with him. Where the hell is Nick? Gone. Don't I see you. purposely do it. I know. You're just a I ghost. T- I time it so you are on the other side to this side. Yeah, then I slow down. I like do like two, three laps and I'm like, all right, I'm going to stop. And I'll stand up and I'm looking around and I cannot see you. <laughs> then I go back to the car. I'm like, well, he must be back at the car. Go back to the car. Not there. Not there. Then next minute, here comes Nick. Just <laughs> where the hell are you? Oh, I was on that track. No, you weren't. I stopped and I looked and you were gone. You're just a ghost. You were cutting motos with every person who wants it to be a national in Queensland. I was like, I'm not for that life. I was, I was like, I'll get MX2, had the whole place myself. It was sick. Uh, Loved every second you of just, it. You ghosted me. I, you're I, just too busy cranking motos that you wouldn't see. That's why I think you're secretly grinding motos. Secretly you grinding? disappear, grind your motos, come back. Oh, I just did three laps, man. Just did three laps. <laughs> 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 nah, it should be good. I can't wait to do a bit more riding. Sort of didn't do much last year, obviously, for the, the reasoning mm. that we didn't, but uh, sort of yeah, more interested into doing it. Never know, you might actually see me at a uh, show around next year. Well, you will be there. 
Yeah, you'll, you'll see me there. You'll be working. Uh, yeah, I might even be writing. Ooh. So you might be getting interviewed by the Moto Limited show. Motherfucker, <laughs> <laughs> well, I am the Moto Limited show. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's wrap this one up. We've dribbled for long enough here. Put in a uh, a solid solid show, dude. This is the second live show. Can you believe that we got through this? No, couple of technical difficulties tonight though. Yeah, one just... was on you. Which one's that? We lost the comments on the chat. On that the wasn't on me. That's Facebook. That's okay. And now I've got to roll with an iPhone with it up. Yeah. And then I didn't record the first part of the show. Yeah. So. I like how you tried sliding that under the rug like it didn't happen. Yeah. yeah like I just, you know, just didn't record the front of the show. What of it? Look. Had for, those who, your mind, didn't you? for those who <laughs> listen later on the podcast and uh, listening to it in their car, I apologize. You're not going to get the front end of the show. <laughs> Which was the best part. It was, it was awesome. <laughs> Go back and watch the YouTube. Go watch it on Facebook. It'll be saved up on those platforms. Um, go watch the first part of the show. We appreciate it. Get Unl- them- unless all their predictions for Supercross are wrong. Don't watch then, it. Then... Uh, Sunday, it'll be off Facebook. <laughs> it'll be gone. <laughs> uh, it'll be gone. Gone now, like me at QMP. Now, look, like, <laughs> a ghost. Uh, look, we appreciate everyone sticking around here. Moto Limited Show number 24. Brought to you, as always, by MP Suspension, Pro Powder, Powder Coating, and TCX Boots. New sponsor on next week. Hopefully, we'll sign that deal this week. Ooh-wee. Oh, man. I'm so looking forward to that. Remember, always Monday night, live, 6 p.m. Australian Eastern Standard Time, on Facebook and YouTube. Comment in. That front end of the show was gangster. Just comments Robber. coming through. We were chatting, rolling. We're going to have more to talk about next week. This is going to be sick. Hopefully, we've got Mr. Carrot Morrissey. Sitting next to me. Rumor is, speculation is, Kara Morrissey is meant to be in studio. Yet to confirm, but Kara Morrissey, that'd be a cool show. When you put me and him together, dude, dude, that's a fucking party. You guys live together, so this is going to be. We live together, we rode together, we ate together, we went traveling together. This is going to be all like He's a fun dude to go traveling with, man. He's 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 one of those guys, too, that you can not talk to. When we did his podcast, and if you haven't listened to that, go listen to Trent Marshall. Cool as like just to go back down memory lane with him and just he just as a kid man he just wouldn't see him and you show up nicest yeah. dude yeah you'd be best buds and then you just like wouldn't talk to him for a bit and then even like reaching out to him to do that first show just like nothing nothing then just call him yeah man I'm sweet yeah and it's like man that's sick like and he's pretty he's one of those dudes that just sneaky knows everything <laughs> and doesn't tell anyone and then just comes out with it and you're like yeah come on bud where'd that come from he's so much smarter than people take him for he's and I think he dude. likes that he's a good dude he's a he's a great dude like it's if it, it it doesn't matter if it hasn't been six months I could literally just go in like I've even still got a key to the house like literally just go in and sit next to him and be like hey man yeah. <laughs> like you want to watch a movie okay yeah like it's just the type of dude he is well, he, so, actually, um, he actually got you involved here so well that's exactly gotta, right so we, we will talk about that we, next week we will thank him for that if he does come in but you yeah thank you. show 25 next week guys we're going to be wrapping up the motor, uh, motocross <laughs> sort that out yeah, I've been fixing myself up here Woo. we're going to be re- uh, reviewing the first round at Houston 1 of the AMA Monster Energy Supercross Series we will be celebrating a, uh, a whole shot followed by a win by the number 17 of Joey Savacci on the Rocky Mountain KDM. I could be $305 richer or $305 poorer. <laughs> Find out. <laughs> Stay tuned. I really want to know where you work in your math out. <laughs> 
<laughs> so <laughs> the logic we have here is five dollars American, five dollars Australian works out to be three hundred dollars American. Is that it, correct? It feels like that. It's not though. But look, just play the game, mate. Play I'm, the. I'm playing game. the game. I'm gonna win the game. Uh, so yeah. That, that's uh, show 25, so it could be Karen Morrissey on. We're going to probably work on some guests or a guest because it's going to be a pretty big show going through the Supercross stuff. Um, so keep an eye out for that. We're going to be back live again next Monday. Um, and the following week, we've got two rounds to... Oh, no. Yes. No. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yes, on, we will. Two rounds in yeah, the following week. So it's going to be... It could gonna, be heartbreak by then. We're going to be... We're going to have Supercross coming out the wazoo. <laughs> um, we might even have to bang in a second show just to, to fill it up. Just a that. review show. I can do that. You, oh, can you afford me? Sneaky. Afford <laughs> you. <laughs> you pay me. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this is enough of us dribbling on here. I'd like to thank uh, Joel Evans and John Gurky for coming on. Great insight into theirs. Make sure you jump over and look at uh, Joel's social media as well as his uh, Private to the Pro YouTube channel. Uh, he's got some pretty cool things coming down the pipeline as well. Uh, I'd like to thank... As always, my wife, Jessica. Um, the chef. The chef. The, uh, the love of my life. She won't listen, so she didn't hear that. <laughs> I'm going to clip it and send it. Don't. I Don't. I owe you. Oh, God. Yeah. She should be saying that to me. This is a new car in the garage, all right? <laughs> um, that's hers anyway. She pays for it with her job. Um <laughs> Yeah, I'd like to thank her. I'd like to uh, thank you, Nick, for coming in. As always, live stream worked. A treat. A goddamn treat. Uh, I'd like to thank, again, always our show sponsors. We'll be back next week with show 25 from Nick and myself. See you on the next one. Cheers. Motor Limited Network. Two days, I'm knackered. Trying to get home, and we're running out of fuel, and we're about 13 k's from home.